2: Good morning, everybody, and welcome in Disputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharpe. Good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning, good morning. (sighs) Would you believe
0: that LeBron's Lakers have lost nine straight games to the team in the basement, the lowly Clippers? Who have now taken over L.A.?
3: Hey, did you see them last year? They lost, what, 50 games last year? 40, 50 games last year? Yeah. So, ain't yeah, nothing new. Uh, I mean, nothing new. they're going to so, lose a so lot. So,
0: you now have conceded that Kawhi is the new king of L.A. When is Kawhi go play? I don't know. He doesn't need to play. <laughs> right? He doesn't need to play against the
3: Lakers, No, right? he needs to. Is he going to play against anybody? Well, that's a good question <laughs> that I can't answer. I'm not so sure he can answer it either.
2: Let's Jump right in, guys. A packed show today. LeBron and the Lakers starting with them losing to their crosstown rivals, the Clippers, 114-101. LeBron dropped 30 points, eight boards, plus three turnovers. But then he left the game with leg soreness. This is the 37-year-old's 20th season in the league. And his team has the second works record in the NBA. Shannon, scale of 1 to 10. How much is LeBron showing his age right now?
3: Ten. Skip. He's in Seriously, year... you're going to ten? Yeah, he's in year 20. He's in year 20, and no player looks the same in year 20 as they did in year five, year eight, year ten. Mm. And the thing is, is that there have been very few people that played this long, and the guys that did play year tw- played into their 20s weren't starters. They weren't playing 35, 36 minutes a game. They didn't have the impact, the load, the minutes, the games on their legs like he has. So, Skip, as we start to age is that the injuries start to come with greater regularity and they start to uh, uh, keep us out for longer periods of time. He first arrived in in L.A., he missed 27 games. He's only played one year in which he's played 60 or more games. This is his fifth season in L.A. So what is that telling you? The Mm. injuries are starting to come with greater regularity and they're starting to keep him out. Now, I don't know if this injury here is age-related. I felt that early on I could see something was different in LeBron. So I don't know if it was compensation That caused him to tweak the groin. They said left leg, but it looked like he grabbed the groin area to me. I'm not a doctor, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn, so I'm going to play one today. It looked like you've (laughs) dealt with enough doctors in your time. I have, and I've had some groin injuries in my time. And normally, leg you grab you skip you grab the the area that's hurting. He didn't grab his leg; he grabbed high up in his groin area, so it looked like a groin to me. And having him seen him deal with groin injuries before when he hurt the groin the first time against Golden State. He immediately grabbed the area and started like, "Ah, oh, man!"
0: They said that one was torn, and it cost him seventeen games his first year in L.A. Yes,
3: and so let's get a look. And it's, he's, still, I mean, look at his numbers. I mean, this season he's twenty-five points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Most most people, not named LeBron James, that's a great stat line. Obviously, Kevin Durant is a twenty-seven, but I mean, LeBron is a twenty-seven, seven and seven guy. He's twenty-five, nine, and seven in year uh, year twenty. So the numbers are impressive they don't have the impact they once did, Skip. You know, they were talking about, and I know you've kind of followed a little bit of the midterm, and they were talking about this red wave, red wave. Well, LeBron used to be a wave, but now it's a pebble in the ocean. And if you didn't see someone throw a pebble in the ocean, you wouldn't even know because it doesn't even uh, leave a ripple. And he had, look at his numbers last night, Skip, mm. 38 and 3. I'm like, LeBron, you had 30? I didn't know it. I didn't know it.
0: I didn't. I'm sorry. What's that far right column just before the points?
3: Oh, my, 17. My, plus, minus minus right, 17. 17. So
0: he had the worst plus, plus minus my, oh, on the, like, of, of the game. Yes. Well, that's shocking to me. When you go, wait, 38 and five, you'd say, okay, well, shouldn't you have yeah. some impact? But the time you were on the floor, you lost
3: by 17. Yes. Yes. Why is that? Skip, and I mean, you look at it. I mean, he's. Look, all players have shot air balls, but the air balls from LeBron is coming with greater regularity. But it's hard. I mean, you look at it, Skip, less than eight feet, he's 62%. From eight, uh, you know, mid-range back jumpers, he's three of 15. 16 to 24 feet, he's shooting 53%. Now you go out a little further, Skip, 24 feet, he's 23%, 16 Mm. of 70. Mm. But, Skip, he missed 26 games last season. He missed 27 games in 2021. Skip... Age is contrib- – I don't know if age had anything to do with this. I thought looking at him and the way he was playing and the way he was moving, I thought he had a lower body injury. Something was going on lower extremities to begin with. And maybe the compensation finally caught up with it. First of all, he shouldn't be playing 35, 36 minutes in damn year 20 anyway. Probably should be playing close to like 28, 29. He should be – skip. even though he's a starter, he should be playing like Russ. Russ played like 28, 29 minutes. That's exactly where LeBron should be. Yeah. Not 36, 30, 35, and, 36 And minutes.
0: without the groin, he would have probably about finished the game, 30, and he would have been up to 35.
3: Exactly. Okay. So, for me, Skip, yes. Yes, uh, uh, you starting to see, because like I said, there have only been, well, I think, eight or nine guys. And if you look at the guys that have played until year 20, Skip, they weren't playing 35. Vince Carter was a role player. Mm-hmm. Robert Parrish was a role player. Kevin Willis was a role player. Kareem was played, but, I mean, Kareem's a big. Kareem was just taking the tie. Hey, get the rebound, pass it out. All right, Kareem, we're going to wait on you. Get down the block where you want it. Right hand? Okay, here you go. Take yeah, it. and Kareem never was a leaper because he didn't have to be a leaper. Exactly. It was seven foot, what, two seven inches? Two. Yeah. And LeBron yeah. is, Skip, LeBron is a big man, and he's an impact player. So you can imagine up, down, how high he jumps with that size, year 20 on those knees, ankle joints, hips, back. Mm. It's taking its toll. So, yeah, you're starting to see because – and Skip, I, and I think the thing is, I think sometimes it's get hard for a player when you become resigned to the fact, yeah, I'm still me, but we so bad I can't I, even I can't overcome this. Mm. LeBron is looking around, Skip, this is not a good team. He like we ain't going nowhere. Mm. We ain't going, Skip. We ain't going nowhere. And if I'm genie Bus, I ain't moving no picks. I'm not moving any picks to be in the play-in. So, guys, y'all just gonna be the laughing stock. Y'all about to be the Kings. Y'all about to be the Magic. Y'all about to be OKC. Y'all about to be and unfortunately, those teams have picks and gonna be in the lottery. Y'all mm-hmm. got none. Y'all lottery pick going to New Orleans.
0: Mm. So you just said that the Kings team is turning into the Kings, and you just said that the King himself, on a scale of one to ten, is showing ten aging
3: signs. Yeah, right. I mean, Skip, we see it. I mean, you can't. You can't. Missed the count kind of games. Think about how many games. He's missed more games in, the pre- in five years since he's been with the Lakers than he missed in the previous 20, in the previous 15.
0: Okay. And I'm going to frame everything I'm about to unload on by saying, speaking of 10, the Lakers should actually be 1 and 10 yeah. because it took a miracle shot. By somebody named Matt Ryan, not that Matt Ryan, but your (laughs) Matt Ryan who last played at at Chattanooga, (laughs) it took a miracle shot to force overtime against the Pelicans, a game in which you stole two more cases off me by hook or crook. I don't know how you did it, but they pulled that game out thanks to a Matt Ryan who last night played a total of 43 seconds, shot one time, not from three, and missed that one time. Correct. Okay, so that's what he didn't contribute last night, and he saved the quote unquote game against the Pelicans that kept you from being one and ten, yes, right? Yes. You're two and nine, but you you well should be one and ten. I think that's a fair assumption. Oh right? absolutely. Okay, because it was a miracle shot because he, he, he was fading shot. right. It was it was like a horse shot, like the all-time yeah. horse shot falling right in the right corner out of bounds, and he has to shoot it completely over the backboard yeah. and he swishes it. Yes. Okay. Now back to LeBron. So the irony of what we're discussing is, there's some great new commercials all over every game I watch mm-hmm. of LeBron versus Jason Momoa, Father Time. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it's one after another. Bronny's in them. One after another, after another, and they're funny and they're clever and I like them. But I like everything LeBron yeah. does commercial-wise because he's gifted at it. Yeah. And whoever wrote the script wrote a good one. Yeah. But the painful irony is that. Art is imitating life, is imitating art, right? Because what's happening in the commercial is happening more and more on the court, except LeBron isn't winning. He isn't winning at all. (laughs) Right. He's losing to Jason Momoa on the court. He beat him in the commercials, but in actuality, he's losing in real life. They're kind of 50-50 in the commercials. They go back and forth. But (sighs) it felt like it hit bottom last night because of
3: what you said, because LeBron actually had a quote-unquote... Good game, maybe a very good game. Skip, I didn't Skip, I, honestly, when I when they when I was looking at him on Sports Spectrum and they put his stats up there, I like LeBron had thirty. Thirty points. On
0: twelve or twenty-two, that'll work. Yes. And for what, he had missed fifteen out of sixteen threes coming into the game and he made his first two and then he made a couple of more. Yes. He still takes too many for my taste. I he took nine, but he made four. Okay, if if every night you could make four out of nine,
3: that would really work, <laughs> right? He make four out of nine. Yeah, he go go lead the NBA in, free, in uh, he, three point percentage he would, four and, nine.
0: And you would win a bet uh, uh, against Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Durant's right. three point total, and Kevin Durant's cold from three also. So that's going to be like a dead heat in the end. <laughs> but the point is. Eight rebounds, I can live with that. Yes. I, I wish the five assists would go up. He's still averaging seven, but but just a couple of years ago, he led the league in right. assists, and I still say he's the best passer in basketball. Either he's not distributing the way he should be or nobody's cashing his passes. I think it's okay? nobody's and, cashing. And again, I, I used to like Kendrick Nunn when he played for the Miami Heat. I yeah. can't see him anymore. Can't, I can't find him. He
3: can't make a shot.
0: He was 0 for 4 last night in 12 and a half minutes, 0 for 2 from 3.
3: And look at that okay. plus minus in 12 and I had 13 minutes. All right.
0: But here's the big picture takeaway. It's become one thing after another with LeBron James, obviously one of the all-time greatest players. So, first of all, it's I'm sick and I had to miss the hallowed Halloween party. Right. That's my favorite night of the year for me and Savannah to go right. to. I had to miss it because I was sick. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody gets sick every once in a while. But we come right out of that into a rather mysterious foot injury. You got a foot what? Right. Well, they didn't define it. They didn't explain it. He just has foot sore. Okay, so he's got sore foot. Well, maybe it happens after you played 20 years. Things <laughs> just get sore. Yes. So now you got a sore foot, which he complained about after the previous loss. And then all of a sudden, late in the game, that was clearly, it had teetered and gone right over right. the edge of the cliff. He, he comes down a little bit wrong, but as he said after the game, I'm going to read his quote, I didn't do anything extraneous on the play, meaning I I wasn't in a precarious or dangerous situation. I just came down. I just I just came down and I felt a twinge, a tweak, a a spasm. He said, "Okay, well, is that because you've played 20 years and you've been crashing into people for 20 years and you crashed into somebody again? You came down a little bit wrong and all of a sudden he said it doesn't feel as bad as it did. Back Three, in the, uh, 19, the, 2019, eight. his first year, when he missed 17 games. And they said then it was torn. I don't know. When you tear, man, it's, it's no good. But, but he said, well, maybe 24-hour around the clock we, we can get this thing right and right. I could play again the next game. I'm going to doubt that. I'm going to guess he's going to miss some. Right. I'm also going to throw this at you. Their team has become so pathetic that I think some of this, some of this is psychosomatic in his mind because he's just looking around. You can just see his body language like, where am I? Who are these people? And what am I doing here? And after a while, it's like, I just hurt. I just hurt. I I don't want
3: to do this. I don't want to associate with these people anymore. Get me out of here. I'm telling you, will you lose it? Man, everything hurts worse. When you win it, I mean, yeah. I didn't mind taking them shots when we were winning. And my body didn't hurt nearly as bad. And then we go out there and get our eyes. I'm like, hell, why did I why did I take them injections again now? We just yeah. got beat
0: 35 to 10. You did. <laughs> okay, so the damnedest thing I've ever seen is these Lakers are pathetic in the first quarter and the third quarter every night. Every it's night. like clockwork. Clockwork. But in the second quarter – they were hellacious. Yes. They roared back. Look what they won the second quarter by thirty-one to sixteen. That's yes. after they gave up thirty-eight, the, the 38, which was the high-scoring quarter of the year for the Clippers. Thirty-eight. Yeah. Okay. And remember, after, they gave up forty-two. They gave up forty-two to Utah. Utah. And yet, after two games, we were going. Everybody's raving about Darvin Ham as installed a new mm-hmm. defensive mindset. And remember, you kept saying LeBron's ranked in the top five. I think yeah. it was of defensive win yes. shares. Well, now he's plummeted all the way to, uh, what is he, 47th now because he's not playing defense because nobody's playing defense. That's and, why you give
3: up. 38, 42.
0: Yeah, and and they have plunged all the way to 18th in defensive efficiency after they were, for a while, for the first two games, I think they were first.
3: Yeah, I think they were overvalued when they were so high, skilled because if you look at the guys that they have, they're both, I mean, A.D., Skip, even A.D. defense, zupa Man, skip the big guy. They're not afraid of AD anymore. Zbox just, just played harder. He just, he, did. just go, he just wanted the basketball more. Skip, there's no way Laurie Marketing from Utah supposed to call for the ball on the block. Ain't nobody calling for the ball. A guy, not just a guy. Now maybe Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. I get that. I get that. You talk about two of the preeminent players in all of basketball. Ain't no guy like, and I'm, that's not a knock on him because I think he's an outstanding young player. He can he shoot is. it, he can rebound, he can facilitate. Hey, he's the finisher, LeBron James, if you want to look at his That is true, and he's going to make the All Star team.
0: But go ahead. Yes,
3: skill. They don't, they don't fear AD.
0: No, they don't. Yet, when the smoke cleared, when this game ended, I'm looking at the final box, and I'm saying, now wait a second. If if I had told you Mr. Sharp before this game if I told you LeBron had gotten 30 and 8 and 5 and if I told you AD for for his lack of motor if I told you he got 21 and 9 you'd say okay 21 9 I can kind of live with that if you right. didn't see the game right. if you didn't see it Yes. and then I told you that Russell Westbrook is now in Vegas, the odds-on sixth man of the year. He's odds-on to win sixth man of the year yeah. because he's been, dare I say, sensational yeah. coming off the bench. And last night, he gave you nine assists, 14 and nine assists. Okay, 14-4 four rebounds. He usually gets eight or nine rebounds. Yeah. But but he was 14-4 four and nine assists, which led the team in assists. Right. If I told you those three future – well, they're not – it's a dub, but they're all going to be in the Hall of Fame, yeah. those three for sure. If I told you that – and then I read you some other stats. I, I read you that points in the paint, it was Lakers 52 to Clippers 38. And if I told you second chance points that are, no, let's go to fast break points. If I told you Lakers were 20 to nine in fast break points, if I told you all that, you'd say, oh, we won that game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You, you basically got blown off the floor in the first and the third quarter. And in the end, it's 114 to One. 101. Right. Okay. So you lost by 13 points. What just happened? It, it's showing you that these three future Hall of Famers, not just LeBron, but all three of them, have little to no impact on the scoreboard. None. They, they do their solo acts. Yes. They get their numbers where they look respectable at right. the end of the night. Yes. And in LeBron's case, they look pretty good. Yes. And yet, wait a second, you really weren't that competitive in, no. in the bitter end, you weren't that competitive. No. And and what did they do to you? Well, the, it, it, as usual, you get battered at the free throw line every night because you just don't get calls anymore,
3: right? Well, then when you do get calls, you're not going to make them. Okay. So what difference
0: does it make? Okay. That's the point. So what was LeBron's big spiel at the end of his media session after the game? He's furious. He's not getting any calls because what did he get to the free throw line last night? Four times? Yeah, he got – where is LeBron here? Yeah, he shot four free throws and he made two of them. Okay, so he said after the game, I got to learn how to flop or something. He he said, "Um, I'm tired of hearing I missed it from the referees. He said that's three games straight of I missed it, where the the ref's just saying, well, I missed that one. Right. Okay. I I think we have the one where he drove on. I believe it was Paul Paul George, George, and this was the flash point of the night when they're starting to teeter and fall in the third quarter. So he drives it in, and they gave Paul George a block on this play. And there's a little bit of contact. I think he got all ball going up. But there's a lot of body contact. Right. I will give you that. There was a time in this league oh, LeBron, that it, it's like automatic. Yeah. You are going yeah. to shoot the two free throws right. if you didn't make the shot. But there are a lot of times he was just going to make that shot.
3: LeBron is getting the call. They give Giannis that call now. Well, sure they do. That LeBron, yeah. there was there was a, a stretch where LeBron got the calls that Giannis get. Yeah. LeBron got those. Okay. It, So
0: he has plummeted now to 67% from the free throw line. And you've disagreed with me on this, but I still say those refs, they watch, they listen, they read, Mm -hmm. they know that he's not a good free-throw shooter and that he has been in some decline. And so they're not going to honor him with calls. They used to honor Harden with calls because he'd shoot 90%. Yeah. I swear they will give it to you if they think you can make those. But, Skip,
3: the first three games, you remember, LeBron would shoot like 78%, 79%. He started off hot, but but the whole team started off hot. And then you look at the last two free-throws that he shot last night, Skip. They They showed from behind. He liked to miss the whole damn rim.
0: Yeah. I, he, I think he, he lost heart to yes, playing.
3: Yeah. He he clipped the right side of the rim. I'm like, how, bro, you straight on? How you shoot and the ball over here and the rim is there?
0: Yeah. And then when things got desperate last night, he's more and more now resorting to this solo act over on the wing where he's swinging the ball yeah. from side to side. I don't know if we have this exactly, but uh, do we have the play? He's swinging it on. I think it's Marcus Morris over on the side. This is he's just on Marcus.
3: Now it's too late. Now yeah. we're in a
0: bind. Okay. Now we got to what are going to do? Uh, well, I'm going to get it blocked. He got it blocked right back to him, and then he tried to shoot it again. But that sequence starts with him doing the, the face-up right. swing, 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 right. swing, swing. I think he swung it eight times. Everybody's just Stay, watching. Standing around. They're, they're just watching. There's no ball movement. There's no unity. There's no rhythm to yeah. it. It's just like LeBron saying, well, I guess I got to save it I, I, because we're about to get blown off well, the floor it's again. Well, me like guess,
3: Skip, by the time you do that, okay, you get the ball. So now all of a sudden it's seven seconds. Okay, now you're like, okay, I'm going to put the ball on the floor. I mean, so what you want, I mean, you're going to pass it to somebody to, to, bail, to bail you out? It's too late now? Skip, they're bad. I don't know what it is. Skip, I look, LeBron, LeBron is injured. LeBron is in year 20. But they're just a bad team. We just gotta face that fact. And remember, every skill when it came out, the prognostication was they're gonna be in the play-in tournament. Sure. I'm like, man, how they gonna be in the play? Cause all I heard all off-season, we hadn't been healthy. we be healthy? Let's see healthy. Me, Russ, and A and 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 AD, we hadn't been this. We hadn't been that. Rob Palika, let's see by the let's see by Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving, y'all gonna be like the bird cooked. Okay. And yet,
0: before the year started, you were daring me to bet you that they would win 50 games. Baby. And I said, make it 55. And I choked and I wimped out. Yeah, you did. Because I, I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe they were going to be a bad team. I thought they would be pretty good. Right. Because I kept thinking, wait a second. If LeBron and AD and Russ all stay healthy, well, well, there's just too much firepower. They, they can't be uh,
3: missed the playoffs. Team. Well, two of the guys, two or three guys are unhealthy already. AD's working with his back. AD, AD looked like me running up and down the court. Yeah. And by the way, before the year started, I thought Russ was sheer
0: liability. And to Darvin Ham's credit, he's made one great move. He just started bringing him off the bench. But it's, it's straight camouflage. Like I called it, the other, it's like he's wearing a Halloween costume because the truth is he's still playing high minutes. Yeah. Last night he was in the game after about four
3: minutes. Yeah. Right? He played, so he, he played 30 minutes last night.
0: Yeah. So he gets his minutes. Yeah. They just wait a while before he starts. Right. But it's just a little while. Yes. And, and so it's, it, it's changed his mindset and his outlook and his point of view. Right. He's coming in like, oh, I don't have any pressure on me. I'm not a starter right. anymore. And that's worked. And, and if you told me, Russ... Was going to win Sixth Man of the Year before the season started. I'd say, well, definitely they won't just be in the
3: play-in; they will be the sixth seed or the fifth seed. Skip last year, you kept bringing up they were thirty-three and forty-nine. They were thirty-three and forty-nine. We might need to throw a ticker tape parade if they get thirty-three wins this year. Well, at the pace you're going right now, and and I I don't see
0: salvation. I don't see hope. I, I don't. And we keep talking about trades. What trade could they make unless? You clear the deck. If you trade AD, especially if, if you could get Kevin Durant back, but after I watched Kevin last night, he looks happy now that they got Jacques Vaughn. We're about right. to talk about that. And Kevin triple doubles with 29, 12, and 12. There's no way they would trade him straight up for Anthony Davis. No. They're just not going to do but,
3: it. But even if you, but you don't have anything. You don't have any other commodities other than AD. You don't because you don't have the draft picks in this year's draft. That's what they would need. They might be willing to do that, Skip, if you had first-round picks uh, uh, this upcoming draft in 23, 24, 25, and AD maybe a player. Okay, they might be like, okay, well, you know, KD, you know, he's probably going to ask for a trade at the end of the year. Might might be the best we can get, but. You ain't got no picks.
0: Well, and then you keep correcting me on this. Last night, my mind wandered at the end of the game. I thought, is it possible Th- they'd be so bad they could hit the lottery this year? And then, you, as you keep saying, well, you don't even have a first-round right. pick because no. there's no Wim Benyama if
3: you, if you don't have a first-round pick, right? That, that's the thing, Skip. It's like, man, did you see the lottery was $2.4, uh, $2 billion. Well, I didn't play. It don't do me no good. So, what good is it you losing all these games to you in the lottery? You ain't mm. got no picks. No. You ain't got no ticket. So you can't win. You can't win. The other guy, uh, the guy that they played, I forget his name, Skip the little guard that was sensational that, against Wim Beyond. Mm-hmm. Wim had like 30-something 30, 30 yeah, and I he had like it. high 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was sensational. Mm-hmm. He ain't got no pick till 27. No picks. 27. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, see, you should have took that. I'd had I to buy, have I'd had, to, I'd had to buy out with five cases right now. And we we haven't even gone through, we've gone through what, a month? Have we done a month? We haven't even done a month in the NBA season. No. And I would have had to buy out.
0: No. So now I got to start marking off the calendar, marking off the days until LeBron passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's, that's all a, we
3: got. Yeah, that's not a foregone conclusion. No. That's why the record has stood for 40 years. Because By the way, I did see last night, it's, he's still 1,100 points yes. away. And I'm saying, wait a second. Yes. 1,100 points? Yes. I thought I he mean, was gonna come at midseason. No, 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 no. Because if you look, Skip, the record he'd done pass the record and year had he not missed all these games. You think about 17, 26, yeah. 27. He's missed a season. Mm. In the last in the last four seasons, he's missed basically almost a season of games. Uh. And now here we are, possibly missed some more. It's not a foregone conclusion no. that LeBron James gets that record this year. No. Well, somewhere Jason Momoa is chuckling right now, right? <laughs> well, we thought, Skip, we thought Carmelo Malone was gonna get the market. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just fell off a cliff. He Boom. Did. He was done. Oof.
2: Shannon, your Lakers can send that draft pick all the way down here to New Orleans. <laughs> when
3: great. you send hey, my beignets all the way up here to L.A., <laughs> why are you over there bumping <laughs> good them? Point.
2: I will. I got to bring them hot, though. They're okay. no good if they're cold. <laughs> Skip, I was in Chicago last night covering the Bulls and the Pelicans, and I talked about you more than anything. Thank Everybody you. at that United Center says hello, including the great Casey Johnson. Thank you. Sure, uh, I miss Chicago. I told you, he sends his no, you don't.
3: Dishes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you don't miss that cold. I miss Jordan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I bet it's you the one do. One knock on that city, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, moving on. How close are Skip's Cowboys to landing OBJ? And can the Nets' new hire help move them in the right direction? Skip and Shannon dive into both of those up next.
4: When it comes to travel, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down.
2: Ezekiel Elliott telling reporters, quote... When we want him, referring to the possibility of the Cowboys landing OBJ. Also, Nate Davis of USA Today ranked 13 teams where OBJ could land. Number one, skips Cowboys. Davis writing, quote, Beckham is obviously a luminary who could shine brightly as part of the America's team mythology and might just be the guy who finally puts a title starved franchise over the top. All right, Shannon, yesterday you gave the OBJ to Dallas Scenario a 10% chance. Does this change your mind?
3: Absolutely not, because Zeke doesn't own the Cowboys. And Zeke, I don't see Zeke at the bottom right of that check. Where, where, they, where they put that, where, excuse me, at the top left, Dallas Cowboys Incorporated. Skip, look, what's Zeke supposed to say? I think there are a lot of guys that would love to have Zeke on their team. Skip, remember? Von Miller was doing was doing IG Live every day. Had, o, had OBJ on it. And we were doing that, like, what, what's the chances? I'm like, there ain't no guarantee. He's going to Buffalo. If there's no, Skip, here's the thing. It's called supply and, and by demand. By the way, Vaughn was booking it, man. Booking it, yeah. booking it. He's yeah. coming here. All right. It's called supply and demand. Yep. There's a huge demand for OBJ services. But the problem is, is the supply. There's only one of him. So anytime you get supply and demand, what you get, Skip? You get into a bidding situation. Now the Cowboys have 6.9 million left. Now, OBJ says, I'm tired of – I've done the rock and roll thing, which means living out of suitcase, mm-hmm. doing the one-year deals. Yep. I want something a little more long-term. Mm-hmm. I want something a little bit more concrete. He wants to buy a home, he says. Yeah. And drop now, roots. Here's the thing, though. Now, he wants at least at least a two-year deal, possibly three. Guess who's coming up for contracts? Trayvon Diggs. He's a second-round pick. He's, in, he's finishing up his third year, heading into the fourth. You might want to do something. What about your guy, the receiver, Skip? He's finishing up his third year, heading into his fourth year when they normally give these extensions. So you got two young dogs that you drafted that you definitely want to hold on to, and they're not coming cheap. Trayvon Diggs going, to ooh, he's going to want that J. Ram money. He's going to want that he Xavier will. Howard money.
0: And by the way, 11 from heaven is going to want to he, b- he, just break the bank.
3: He, he next year. Yeah. So whatever they gave Miles Garrett, whatever mm-hmm. they gave uh, 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 T.J. Watt. Yep. Add another $35, $40 million on top of that. And he will be worth it. He's going to go get it. So, Skip, that's, that, that's the problem that I see the Cowboys having. Yes, they want his services. Yes, I believe they can use his services. But when the supply is limited and the demand is high, value rises. Look at Jerry J. Like... El
1: Paso.
0: <laughs> you know, Randy Gregory. El Paso, as in I pass. I
3: pass. Yeah. And so, Skip, we might be headed down to a situation like that. And then, guess what? In 2023, guess who that guy got cap here about 42 mil? Yo guy, Dakota Rain Prescott. And that cap here about to rain on your parade. It is. <laughs> so, when I look at it, Skip, I just don't see OBJ interested. He's not going to give you what he gave the Rams. Remember, Skip, he signed that minimum contract. Had it had uh, incentives if we win this game, win a playoff game, win the uh, NFC, win the Super Bowl. I don't see him doing a deal like that, giving the Cowboys the discount that he gave the uh, uh, the Rams. And so, for that, Skip, no, I, my 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 um my percentages have not gone up as far as him going to the Cowboys. Mm. Shannon
0: Sharp. On this day, I'm not going to let you rain on my parade <laughs> because my parade that I'm throwing right now is for Odell coming to Dallas and dropping anchor. If he wants to live in Highland Park, down the street from Jerry Jones, big old mansion, he can. It's a good place to live. Trey Eggman lives there. It's a great place to but live. But that, that is not close lived to the there fa- for a
3: long time. That's not close to the facility. Don't you no. want to get close to the facility? Well, don't you want to live where where the, the <laughs> nah. rich people nah, or the pseudo wealthy no, people? No, I'm not, Skip, I'm not, look, I'm trying to roll out of bed. I'm not trying to beat out doing all that traffic. Highland Park is not close to, uh, to Frisco, <laughs> no, where they train not. at.
0: <laughs> but maybe you can build a helicopter deck <laughs> above your mansion and do what Jerry does. He just copters. Nah. Right? Nah. Okay. Mm-mm. You can do whatever you want, in Dallas. You, Texas. you, you could. All right, you did chuckle. I, I heard you chuckle during Jen's read in which she read Nate Davis's last line, and I was impressed that he, he's got 13 teams on this list, and he made strong cases for all 13. But when he got to number one, it was that team. It was America's team. And that final line I'm going to read one more time. <laughs> Beckham is obviously a luminary, yes. Is he ever, who could shine brightly as part of the America's team Mythology. Mythology. And might just be the guy who finally puts a title star franchise over the top. OK, I, I buy the back into this, but that word mythology, <laughs> that means it's mythological. That means it's a myth. That means it didn't really happen. Right. right. And maybe that's the perfect word for what hasn't been happening in Dallas, because it has been 27 years since my football team even played in an NFC championship game. Yes. 27 years since I wrote my last Cowboy book called Hellbent about that final season in which they got your man Prime, Deion Sanders, to come and tilt the playing field back in their direction. Correct. And in spite of themselves, that team had all kinds of internal issues. They but did. in spite of themselves, they were just so talented that they, they just went out and Toyed with Pittsburgh in the Super. It was Neil O'Donnell at quarterback, but yes. they toyed and and Larry Brown, my guy, Larry Brown was the MVP just because Neil O'Donnell kept throwing it to Larry Brown. No, uh, uh Neil O'Donnell was the MVP, <laughs> yeah, he, well he, he should have been. Okay, he got Larry. Uh, Larry uh, it's Brown been paid 27 years of that. He has and now here we are again at the crossroads 6 and 2 we got two big away games we should beat Aaron Rodgers or what's left of him we're about to discuss that and then it's your man Kirk Cousins and Dallas has owned Kirk Cousins he's 2 and 8 against my Cowboys my backup quarterbacks have beaten him in back-to-back years up at his place so now if we go take care of that business no. maybe Odell's head would keep turning 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 toward Dallas, Texas. Well, maybe he
3: should go join the Vikings then. I mean, I I don't
0: think they're even on this list. I might have missed them, but I I don't believe they are. You glad. Okay. Buffalo is number two. And by the way, Uh the the Rams are still at three on this list of Nate Davis's. And for the longest, we both thought, well, that's just a done deal. Because speaking of building a house somewhere, well, he's already
3: built one out here in Los Angeles. (laughs) But the thing is, Skip, is that I think everybody will say Robinson has been a major disappointment. Sean uh Sean Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Yep. The first play of the great uh, uh Matthew Stafford hit him on a deep over route. Perfect. Hit him right it. between the numbers. He did. And he dropped, dropped it.
0: it. Well he hadn't been playing.
3: And then yep. and then I see him limping, so the knee is not, he doesn't feel he doesn't have the confidence in that knee yet. Odell. I mean, obviously, he's going to have to get his conditioning back, Skip. And then how confident is he in in his situation dealing with the knee? Is he going to wear a knee brace or is he going to go out there, you know, just wear a knee sleeve? So that's going to be very interesting.
0: And I can't answer that. You can't answer that. No. I'm not sure Odell can answer that at this moment. But I got to tell you, you know how closely we both watch Chris Godwin. He just doesn't look right to me because he was complete reconstruction of that ACL. And maybe he pushed it a little bit yeah. to get back because that happened in that New Orleans game, which was, I think,
3: December 13th. Right. So it was, he was pushing the calendar. I, I think the thing is, not Skip, Everybody tried to run, run one-up Adrian Peterson. Yep. They saw him tear his knee in late December, and then he followed it up with all, one of the all-time great rushing seasons. He finished six yards, seven, eight yards, short of the rushing ty- of the rushing record set by Eric Dixon in 21.05. He had 2,097, won the MVP. And so everybody's like, Will you see how AP? Skip, that's an anomaly. For a guy to have a surgery that serious and to come back and do, he looked better then than he had ever looked prior to the surgery. Okay, and then he followed know, that he, up. He's, the he's all-time, a freak.
0: But he's the all-time weight room yeah. warrior. So whatever rehab had to be done, he went and attacked it. He would, He was 110% over yes. what they were asking. Yes, that is correct. Okay, so I don't know his health, and I don't know his emotions, and I'll never forget just last year when this was all happening, pretty close to this time, I guess, a year yeah. ago. Our friend Lil Wayne is pretty close with Odell, and I talked to Lil Wayne one afternoon. He said, I just got off the phone with Odell, and he said he's narrowed it down to New Orleans, where obviously he's right. from, and Green Bay. Right. And I, I'm kind of taking that to my bank, thinking, well, okay, and, and it's, it's a close call. Right. Which way do you want to go? And then a bolt out of the blue comes the next day, which shocked Wayne for sure. Wait, the Rams, they came out of nowhere. Right. And because of his connection here, because he has a house here for the, right. the, the off-seasons, right. he just said, why not? And I also think he didn't want to go be somebody's savior, and he knew Cooper Cup is the guy, right. so I can just slide in there as the number three, and then Robert Woods tears up his knee the day he walks in the door.
3: Right, and I think the thing is, it was a great situation for him, Skip. Look, Taysom Hill or Trevor no, Simeon I, or whomever, yeah, uh, I got that it. situation, yeah. that, that's not an ideal situation. So I really never thought New Orleans was really in play. Green Bay, I can see that. But man, man, catching balls, I, I understand catching balls from Aaron Rodgers, that's great. That's unbelievable. But man, in 20 degrees, no, that's no fun. That is let me catch balls from Matt Stafford in 72.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna restate my case. And this will require some America's team discount. But to me, there are ideas that I hear, and my mind just leaps to a conclusion of, yeah, that's correct. That works, that fits, that's right. And when I heard Odell to Dallas, I hadn't thought about it. It fits for me because he was born to end up his career as a Dallas Cowboy because he launched his career against the Dallas Cowboys, if we could see the catch again. Yeah. Who will ever forget this? This put Odell on the international map, on the social media map, and it wouldn't have mattered as much if it had been against Jacksonville or who knows, any – but what a catch that was. Greatest catch ever. I'm not going to debate that. Against Brandon Hughes car. In in a game, my Cowboys – rallied to win yeah, yeah. on Sunday night football, but all anybody talked about on Monday was that Chris Collinsworth had immediately proclaimed it the greatest catch ever, and nobody disagreed. And Odell became a superstar off that one moment yeah. against that team on that stage. Right. <clears throat> so now he, he needs to, to play the palace that is Dallas. He was in New York. Obviously, unfortunately, he was in Cleveland, but he, he did New York and he did L.A., the center of the NFL universe is Dallas, Texas. I don't care what you say. <laughs> they're the most valuable franchise in all of sports, in the world of sports. And they are by far the most watched team because the top five ratings, and we're hoping for a big one here at Fox this Sunday at Green Bay, yeah. the top five will always belong to the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Everybody loves them. Everybody hates them. Whatever it is, they, they are magnetized for viewers. Right. And I know we... Talk about him a lot on the show, but people want to hear about him because everybody's got an opinion about the Dallas Cowboys. Well, Odell belongs in the middle of that. He, As Jerry said, he
3: belongs with that – he looked pretty good with that star on his helmet. You said, buff, you said Buffalo is number two, right? Yep. Who's number three? Rams. Okay, Rams. If I'm Buffalo, if I'm the Rams, all I do is I put together me a little montage, a little clip, and I play Odell. This is what Skip Bayless, the number one Cowboy fan, this is what he said about you. Oh, Okay. What I used to say. No, no,
0: no, You you didn't let me finish. Okay. I don't even care what he does on the field. I'm talking about just the aura, the mystique (laughs) of having Odell. It sends a message to my locker room. We're serious about this. We got this because he was a Super Bowl catalyst last year. It didn't happen with the eight games he played in the regular season because I was just spitting facts over here. He averaged three catches and 34 yards a game for eight straight games. He was... Non-existent. He was almost irrelevant in the Rams' offense until the game at Tampa.
3: Did you, did, well, you see him. He caught a touchdown against uh, Arizona, then caught, a, then then did a number on Tampa and did a number on free, uh, and the Niners. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did a number on him, but he did a number on ta- he did he, a number on Tampa. Tampa. He was nine for one thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: but Cooper Cup is also doing a number, and so he can just play in the shadows.
3: But see, they were worried about doing
0: Odell late, and okay. they forgot about Cook. Okay. If Odell comes to Dallas and catches three balls for 34 yards a game, I'm happy because
3: it's like we got Odell and you don't. You should not be rewarded for your behavior towards OBJ yep. for the last two All years. Right. Well, I I do think he has been
0: overrated as a Is number the, one receiver. But he, he's
3: no longer a number
0: one. Are you heard what he said? Okay, well, he can just slide right in the door because we got a guy you call C.D. Dam that I do still call C.D. Lamb. Yeah. As in Lamb who turns into a lion with the when? football under his arm. When he catches it. Yeah, when he catches it, he does. But it's a sweet spot for Odell to come mm-hmm. in as the number, you know, you can be a 1A, you can be a number two. He's the man. And, again, they use tight ends a lot. You, you won't be expected to be the savior. If you go to Kansas City, I don't even know where Kansas Ooh. City was on this list, but if you go there, people are going to say, oh, they got the new Tyreek.
3: No, 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 no. Good no, no, luck. No. The savior is already there. He mm. won five. Yeah.
0: That's the savior. Yeah. Odell, you got to give us a little bit where of an America's that?
3: team discount. I'm trying to buy a house. Yeah. Well, i tell you what. I'll give you a discount, but when I go looking for a house, tell them to give me a discount. Mm. Everybody wants everybody want you to take a discount, but ain't nobody giving no discount. Mm. I ain't got no discount on no vehicle. I ain't got no discount on no microwave. I ain't got no discount on no TV. I ain't got no discount on no house. But, mm. hey, how you going to take a discount? Hey, the Cowboys, now. Nah, we worth, We worth about 10 bill. Mm. Our owner worth about 17 bill. Yep. But, hey, I'm going to pay you a little a fraction of what you worth. No.
0: Well, maybe he could just live in Jerry's guest house. It's bigger than your
3: house up in bel <laughs> <bet>, Hell no. <laughs> LBJ won't go.
0: Hell, Hell no, OBJ no. won't go. Well, it's a little bit of a mouthful. The cadence doesn't work exactly, but, <laughs> but no,
3: he's not gonna give y'all no discount. Yep, we need a little bit of a discount. We don't need no we'll, discount. We'll give you ten million. We'll give you ten million. For how many we years? Is, though? We no, 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 the no, cap. We're not doing the
0: one-year deal. Three. One three. Okay.
3: This year and two
0: more. Okay, we got okay, okay. He just turned 30 now. Okay,
3: okay, we'll 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 we, yeah. we'll look into that. Okay. I
0: get back to you. So Jerry way overpaid Zeke, and then. Oh, he way, way, way overpaid the quarterback, and we're still stuck with that. But we still have enough flexibility that we believe we could ease him in for about ten million. That's what we believe. And it will it's it's just the aura of having Odell. That's all we need. No,
3: Odell yes. won't go. Yep. No, Odell won't go. Okay. No, Odell won't go. Okay, well, call him and tell him. No, no, no. going to <laughs> ain't gonna tell him, no. If, if you, that, if that if you call him and be... tell him no, he'll probably come. No, 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 no. That's that bad decision. That's between he and his family. Yep. And uh, they need to make that decision without me, but I would recommend he not go. Okay, he will love it in <laughs> Dallas. Why? Anybody Star among stars. I mean, he'd love it. He would love it out here. In Buffalo, huh? man, Buffalo love their fans. Bill's Mafia, they travel.
0: It's like four below zero already. Have fun, Odell. He, he's not going to do that. Rams.
3: He didn't belong in Cleveland. He, I mean, he already it. got a big old place out like there. He and he just right down the street from I, where they practice. No, Go on out there, Odell. Keep, stay it. home. You know, you everybody wants to stay home. It doesn't get we talked about
2: a whole <laughs> Welcome lot. To Dallas, okay. Odell that? and his girlfriend welcomed their first child. Their baby boy is nine months old now. So yeah. he might be looking for somewhere he can put down some roots. Kids change things.
0: Yeah, right here in L.A. All right. Else is a great family tag. Yesterday,
2: Sean Marks and the Nets gentlemen, let's move along. (laughs) They removed Vaughn's interim tag. They officially named him head coach. Marks says, quote, that decision was not up to Kevin. Kevin's job here is to go out and play basketball, and that's what he wants to do. Marks also says he has not talked to Kyrie or his agent since Kyrie's suspension. All right, Shannon, the drama continues How
3: will Jacques Vaughn work with KD and Kyrie? Well, I mean, Sean Marks under the best. Kevin Durant just wants to hoop. Uh, He he did, actually. That's (laughs) what you (laughs) said from the
0: start. and He just blurted it right out there. He's now free to go play basketball. basketball.
3: He had nothing to do with this decision. There is no input. Just go play basketball. Kevin Durant has never been an issue with a head coach. Now, although he did not want to play this season with Steve Nash, he did not. I don't believe he was everly, openly, blatantly disrespectful towards Steve Nash. Now, I was reading, Skip, and I don't know, maybe this is a common thing, that some scout was saying that he went to a game in which the Nets were playing. I got and, this story right here. And, and Steve, going. And Steve yep. Nash called a play, and he openly defied to play at least ten times. Ten times in one game. In one game. Yep. So we. It, scout it's, says, I couldn't
0: believe what I was seeing. Nash would call something and he'd run just the opposite. I'd never seen anything like that. Remember, Steve Nash was a two-time MVP
3: in this league. Go ahead. He says Kyrie is the unknown because, as Sean Mark said and, jo- and Jacques Vaughn has said, they haven't spoken to Kyrie. So what's Kyrie's take on this? How Kyrie Is Kyrie going to be as disrespectful towards Jacques Vaughn as he was to Steve Nash? As he going to defy if I send a play in, you run what you want to run? Is that, is that how it's going to happen? So, for me, Kevin Durant is never the issue. Kyrie's always been the issue. How receptive is Kyrie going to be to coaching? So, this notion that, oh, Kyrie, no, no, Kyrie isn't. Kyrie said we don't need a coach. Kyrie said we're going to change the way you look at coaches. That's what he said. Yep. Now, if it's a lie, Kyrie told it. But that's what he said. So, for me, look. Jacques Vaughn has been a head coach. Now, in Orlando, I don't know how much he was set up for success because he doesn't have the level of players in Orlando that he has now with Kevin Durant. We don't know if and when Kyrie Irving is going to come back. Mm-hmm. Is he going to adhere to the guidelines in which the, the the Nets have set forth? He yep. says, okay, five games is a minimum. And that, you know, he's you know he apologized and he's done some of these other things. And Sean Marks said that's a start towards him coming back. Now, when is Kyrie going to come back? And if he comes back, we don't know. We don't know the timeline. He has missed four games. There's one more game that's on the mandatory five-game minimum skip, and then I guess they'll go from there. Uh, I mean, KD was sensational last night. I mean, there's nothing else you can say about it. But KD is a great ball player. So anything that he does, I'm not surprised by it. He can do whatever he wants to do. Uh, Ben Simmons. Skip, Ben Simmons is 15-0 against the Knicks. The Knicks are not a good team. Now, they beat Utah, they beat Celtics, they beat the Nuggets, they beat uh, uh, the Bucks or one of these. Nah, okay, I said, okay, Skip, man, Jacques Bond. Man. Now, Jacques understands it's interim for the time being. Yep. He said, but hey, you know, I'm thinking, hey, if I can do something here and move some pieces here and there, get these guys playing well, maybe they'll move, remove that interim tag and I can be head coach, not no, the yeah. interim head coach. And okay. he said, look, you know, I understood my place as an assistant, Skip, so for me, uh, and he's already you remember when they fired uh, Kenny Atkinson. Yeah, he he served you know he filled in uh, filled in then as an interim head coach. He so he's very familiar. He's been on this staff since 2016. He's been here for since uh, 2016. Yeah, he's very familiar with these players. Yeah, they know him. And sometimes, give all you need is a change of voice. Maybe a, diff- a different voice. It resonates a little different. Uh, Jacques Bond was a, was a journeyman player. He was not a, he was not a Steve Nash. a good college player. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was, yeah, very good mm-hmm. at uh, Kansas. Yeah. Um, so nobody's gonna say, well, you know, he was the equivalent of Steve Nash as a player, but he wasn't. But that's not necessarily that's not what you necessarily need. There have been a lot of coaches. There have been a lot of NBA coaches that were that weren't very good as, as players, and there have been some very good players that weren't very good as coaches. Yep. So there's not a correlation where you can say, well, oh, he's a great player, he' gonna be a great coach, or he's a, a bad player, he' gonna be a. No, it doesn't work like that. But I like that. I like what John Bond. They're playing well, Skip, but beating. Uh, uh, the Wizards and beating the Knicks, let's see when they step up in caliber of talent, of teams they play, let's see if they can get the same kind of production. But KD, is I I don't believe KD will be the issue. Kyrie, getting Kyrie to buy in is going to be the issue. I concur. I'm to the point, I'm not completely
0: convinced Kyrie will ever play again for the Nets. I'm not sure about that. He probably will, but I'm not completely sure about it. And then to your point, will he rebel against any coach? I don't care how good the guy is, how nice a guy is, and they all love Jacques Bon. They yeah. just that's all I heard from all of them after the game. He's just such a he's a good dude, right. Kyrie is about as difficult to coach as they come because right. he says, "I don't need a coach, right. And he is a gifted basketball player, and I do think he has high basketball IQ, but he doesn't want to hear anything from his head coach. Right. So he becomes, to your point, the, the crucial X factor who could destroy all the feel-good that has been rebuilt by Jacques Bond. Okay. Because we just don't know. Don't. But, but history would tell you, it's going to be a problem for Jock Vaughn right. just the way it would be for anybody. But,
3: Skip, but the thing is, if, I, if you don't listen to a two-time league MVP... That's correct. ...who played the game at the yeah. highest levels, what makes me think you're going to listen to a guy that was just a journeyman? Now, maybe he looks at Jock Vaughn and says, you know, brother to a brother, hey, I'm going to respect you, maybe, I'm going to do the right maybe, thing. Maybe, maybe. But... Maybe. I ain't holding my breath.
0: Okay. Just one quick defense of Steve Nash. Just for the record, a year ago... That team did get to a game seven at home and one shot away from. It's two years ago. Sorry, but uh-huh. that, that that would have beaten obviously the KD toenail on the line shot would have beaten the team that was about to go win it all. Correct. Well, you got to give Nash a little bit of credit for that. But remember, Kyrie wasn't a part of that because right. he was hurt. Yeah. And James Harden With was kind of him. a shell of himself, and Durant said, "I got you, I got you, I got you." Correct. But in the end, he hit the wall. He just he he didn't have anything left for overtime. If the shot goes in, Milwaukee goes home. Shot didn't go in, and then they just collapsed in overtime. Giannis was pretty good. Chris Middleton hit the the big shot, and that was the end of that deal. And that was effectively the end of Steve Nash. His reputation as a player, because I was around that a lot, was he was one of the great leaders in the game. He led the Phoenix Suns, and they were known for having a lot of road trip dinners together like he would call everybody together for a big team dinner a bonding experience right. and yet Nash's mind like Dantoni's mind works on some other level and it's almost mystical the way he sees basketball and it 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 wasn't it wasn't being communicated to the locker room that I I think he was just talking in circles that they couldn't understand mm-hmm. and I I saw player after player last night say that Jacques has simplified everything. Well, I think Nash wanted to try to do things that, that Kyrie obviously wasn't interested in, and right. half of them didn't even know what he was talking about. Right. So you, you need a new voice. You need a fresh voice. Maybe you need somebody they can better relate to, as you point out. Mm-hmm. And, and all that I love. Everybody says Jacques Vaughn bon is really a good man. Right. He's, just, he's just easy to talk to, easy to be around, and one of the great communicators as an assistant coach. And, by the way, he had a stint in Orlando yeah. for a really bad team right. that didn't work out because nobody could have worked that yeah. one out. Okay, so now we're back to Kevin Durant just looks different to me because he just looks happy. Right. And I'm with you. I, I can't put a lot of stock in what happened last night because it is the Knicks. They came in 5-5. Five and five and yet Kevin looked like he was reborn all of a sudden with a whole new spirit, like he was sort of released. And I, I'm not underestimating the fact that there was no Kyrie because, remember, Kevin wanted out from under Kyrie. Yeah. He went to the mat on that one. He went so far as to say, okay, if you won't let me out this way, well, then how about this? Either those two go or I go. Right. You know, I don't want the GM right. or the coach. Right. That's how bad it got. But who he didn't want in the end was his former best friend. Right. I'm sick and tired. He wouldn't get vaccinated. He's an issue. He's a problem. I want out. Well, all of a sudden, he's out because of a very controversial post by Kyrie Irving. And Mm -hmm. now, here here we go. So if you put Kevin on a lie detector right now, he might tell you, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm just happy without him. I'm good to go without him. The problem becomes... How good could they be without Kyrie? Well, could they make the playoffs? I think they could yeah, make, the think they can make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they could make the playoffs.
3: But, Skip, even with Kyrie, I don't think they can beat Boston. No. I don't think they can beat Boston. Boston's loaded. Those two young guns, JT and Jalen Brown, Skip, they're playing out of their minds this year. They got Malcolm Brogdon. And this is what I said all along. And oh, sh- shut up, Shannon. You're basketball, you're talking basketball. I said, now you, don't have, you have a guy, in a part, a true point guard, where Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown doesn't have to make make it offense and create for everybody else. He can get them the ball, make a play. Instead of them trying to create, because that's not where they are. They're scores. And he gives them the ball in position where they can score. And you look at the way they're playing now, both of those dudes are going to get it. That's not a knock on Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart has his place. He's a defensive-minded guy. He He can make a big shot here or there, but he's not a point guard. That's not what he is. He's not Malcolm Brogdon. And they're playing well. I don't believe Brooklyn can beat them. I don't believe when when uh, uh, Chris Middleton gets back, they not seeing Milwaukee. Okay. Right
0: now I think they're playing to show the world that they're going to be okay without Ime Udoka, who gave them a whole different defensive mindset yeah. last year and he was just what the doctor ordered for that group right. last year. Right. I remain an Ime fan. Obviously, we didn't discuss this, but the the early reports were just runaway that, that he was about to become the Nets' new head coach. I think they were getting enough fire from one direction. They that didn't is want to correct. take on a fire from another direction. Well, they were getting the Kyrie fire, <laughs> yeah. and then it was, was to get- just too hot to handle yeah. at this point. And obviously, he made a mistake that Boston considered a huge mistake. Correct. Broke a rule that everybody has internally. He violated to the extent that they just said, you are gone, gone for, for the, the year mm-hmm. or really indefinitely. Yeah. And it's, it's very possible that there's no way he would ever return to coach the Boston Celtics. Yes. So would he be, have been a good fit for this team? I, I believe he'd been a great fit because right. I'm a big fan of his, but I always was for all those years he sat
3: next to Popovich. Skip, what we might be seeing in Boston is that you remember how Mark Jackson came in, established a culture, and yep. played defense. I agree. He, he lost his And Steve ju- took it over.
0: Yep. That's a good, I, good I, analogy. I would
3: agree. He taught them how to play defense just the way Mark taught them how to win basketball games. They They play defense, and now these two young guys. Now, remind you, their best defensive player, uh, Robert, uh, Williams, yeah, Robert yeah. Williams, well, Marcus Martin, he, they yeah. really can anchor a defense. Mm-hmm. So now you still have that defensive mindset, yep. and you got these two young guns that's going off. Now, scale 130, 31, 35, you know what, I 36.
0: It. I still say they will miss EMEA at some point down the road because we're still way early in the fight right now.
3: I don't think I don't think uh, the Nets want to see them. Yeah. All right.
2: Gentlemen, a big test coming up for Jacques Vaughn. Four game road trip out west. They're coming to see y'all. Clippers, Lakers, then the Kings and the Trailblazers
3: on tap next. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. All right, gentlemen. Moving on to the NFL. Does Aaron Rodgers miss Mike McCarthy? You're gonna want to hear what the quarterback had to say about his former coach. That's next on Undisputed.
0: (laughs) This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here.
2: Tomorrow, we celebrate all our nation's heroes for our Undisputed Veterans Day special. We have an amazing show planned for y'all, featuring shout outs from troops all across the globe. Celebrate with us all day right here on FS1. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers gearing up to host the Cowboys this Sunday only on Fox. Mike McCarthy, of course, spent 13 years in Green Bay. He's finally making his return as the Dallas head coach. Here's what Rodgers had to say about his now former head coach. You know, I think as time goes by, the gratitude for that time as you look back on the journey your career is uh, you know goes up a little bit and you appreciate the little things a little bit more uh, because really this game and life is about the journey and uh, I'll always be uh, be tied with him uh, because of the connection that we had and the years we spent together. Uh, obviously my longest tenured coach, longest tenured play caller um, thankful for those years and thankful maybe a little bit more as uh, the the years go by time heals all wounds i don't know shannon what do you make of roger speaking so fondly of mccarthy
3: sometimes time heals wounds not all the time skip i don't really put anything into it i I think we we all go through phases like that with you when you in a situation you don't think like okay could i could this be better could it be worse yada 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 and we're like damn and then you have the success that you had with Matt LaFleur so early, and then you look back with Lamb. But as you get, as you, time goes on, and you're like, well, damn, we did have a pretty good run now. I won two MVPs, won a Super Bowl. We won six division titles. It wasn't all bad. And then when you go through stretches like what you're going through right now, you really appreciate it, Skip, because mm-hmm. you realize how hard it is to win in this league. There's nothing given. And you don't take anything for granted. It is very, very hard to win an NFL football game. It's very hard to win consistently in this league. I think that's why, you you know, no matter what you think about the Patriots, what you think about Bill Belichick, it's the evil empire and Tom Brady, You what you will never see what you saw in New England over those 20 years that they were there. You will never see that again. Agreed. Never. It is hard. They make it look easy and you take it for granted. But if you play this game, you're around this game, you study this game, you know it's hard as hell to win. So, you know, like I said, I don't want to, you know, hopefully he has an appreciation of the way he used to play and not throw another stinker on Sunday like he did last Sunday. Mm. Uh, Let's see, Cowboys, I think the Cowboys have a better defense than the last place Lions, and hopefully he can score more than 22 points, something that he hadn't done since week two. Mm. So hopefully we can do that. Because the Cowboys defense with Michael Parson and those guys, they're out to the show. Because, see, what you try to do now, Skip, is that we're trying to send messages to everybody that's going to be watching this game that might be on our schedule also. Mm. We for real. Okay. So when we show up to your building or you show up to our building, ass kicking about to happen. Okay. It starts on
0: Sunday. I cannot tell you how much I hope you're right. I'm not sure you are. So I'm going to preface everything I'm about to say about Aaron Bleepin Rogers by saying I'm not trying to reverse jinx here. I'm not trying to poor mouth. I'm not trying to, to send a message to my team because my team needs to go finish this off. They need yeah. to go finish off a quarterback who has flat out owned them for years and mm-hmm. years on end. Aaron Rodgers is a shrewd operator. He is the definition of what I call wily. He is a master media manipulator. He is operating this week, I believe, with a hidden agenda. (laughs) That agenda is, I'm going to lay it on thick about old Mike McCarthy, because I'm just laying in the weeds out here in Green Bay. And they think I'm dead, but I'm not. And they want to retire me, but I'm not going to go quietly. Right. Because there's something, I I did my podcast on this, there's something about Aaron versus Dallas. Just go look at it. I don't have time to go through the chapter and verse of it. He has stuck it to us game after game after game. Even when you least expected it, even the year we got him with a young Dak and a young Zeke going up to Green Bay and shocking them 30 to 16, he came right back down here when we were riding the highest. 13 and 3 with the number one seed and off a bye week. And you know what he did to us in a game at Jerry World, 34 to 31. He was sensational, but he's always been sensational against us. He has often stunk in the postseason, except against the Dallas Cowboys. Go look it up. Right. My point is. He knows what he's doing. He's laying it on so thick about Mike McCarthy. By the way, they fell completely apart for not one year, but for three years. It got
3: really rocky. And remember they talked about, you know, how he and Aaron Rodgers, there was a disconnect, and and Mike was getting massages on Saturday. Yeah, And uh, And remember uh, he ran off
0: Van Pelt, his quarterback coach, without asking Aaron. Yes. And now Aaron's saying, we keep in touch, especially lately, and I assume it's by text. I right. don't know. Would they actually phone call each right. other or FaceTime each other? I doubt it. Right. But would, would they text back and forth? Hey, how are you? Good game, bad game, whatever. You know, right. just keep up with each other. I don't know, but he's indicating that they do. Right. Okay, so here's why Aaron Rodgers has to be chuckling to himself. They are decimated but mostly on the defensive side right now because they lost Rashawn Gary, who is their best pass rusher. Yes, they lost Stokes, who is a starting cornerback, and he's pretty good. Right. So their issues are on defense. But but Aaron doesn't play defense. Obviously, he plays offense. Right. Now help me out here. He still got Lazard, and Tunyon. Those are his two best receivers. Am yeah. I right? Yes. And that Toure kid. Every time I look up, he's he's behind somebody, and Aaron underthrew him at the goal line, or that would have been six points. Right. And Sammy Watkins had some some moments last week at Detroit where I said, Oh, okay, now I see him. No, okay, well, but, but him. I'm just saying he's been around and in, in big games, he's not gonna choke. He may not be good enough, but right. but he's still a factor to me. And then the kid they drafted, Hyde that Christian Watson, I thought he was in concussion protocol, and they said, Yes, I know he's fine, he will play. He's a weapon because he can fly. So my point is. The, the, now they're saying Aaron Jones, another cowboy killer, because he yeah. grew up a cowboy fan in. You just spoke of El Paso. Well, he literally <laughs> lived in El Paso. Okay. And I, I think he's going to. He's got an ankle, but just watch. You, you don't talk about a tough kid. He'll, he'll come out there and play football. Well, was, Skip, look. Kay?
3: Nobody. Look. We. This is what we know. Aaron Rodgers got. He's waiting. He wants to win this game so he can go on Pat McAfee and gloat. You don't uh, believe it? He, uh, yeah, they wrote us off, and well, I mean, Everybody's shoveling dirt on his grave. He gonna come out Man. there. He's gonna have his hair slicked back. He'll probably have a cigar. I got it. And he gonna be yeah, yeah, yada yada yada. You know, they wrote me off, but I have confidence in me. Okay. But but help me out. Degree of difficulty with
0: his offense. The offensive line's intact, and Bockstahler. Well, but they're not very good. Though. Okay. Well, but they're they're not bad. I don't think the offensive line is bad. And if Aaron Jones can go and AJ Dillon. It's a pretty good one-two punch. Yeah. And to Aaron's point, I don't disagree. He, he summed up the Detroit game, and, and you said, well, but they didn't cash. But, but they were going up and down the right. field at will. He just kept mucking it up, yes. so to speak, in the red zone. He, yes. he just kept – I don't even know what got into he's him.
3: Kept, uh, what Aaron okay. Rodgers was doing was the equivalent of walking up and down Rodeo Drive I, and they go in any store no, and I'm purchase to, anything.
0: That is correct. That's a good analogy. I would agree. After a while, I said, are you still on ayahuasca? Because that's what it
3: looked like. <laughs> he like He's just floating through the game. How about this? He better – he's probably hoping – I don't know what the, uh, uh, the temp is going to be. He's probably hoping it's going to be as cold. Okay. All right. Dallas hadn't had one of those games yet. How are you going to react? And that's the thing, Skip. Now, you know, you know what Green Bay is like in November. And it might be 20 degrees. It might okay, be well, 10.
0: Well, number 12 for them does not mind about the temperature. He's been really good in cold weather. Yeah, well, except when it comes to playoffs. Okay, well, that that's exactly right. Because if you go back into the past, Eli went in there in cold weather. Colin Kaepernick went in there in cold weather. He he is. He, he's been completely overrated as a postseason quarterback, except yep. against my Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Two and zero. Well,
3: Skip, I don't know if your Dallas Cowboys has ever, well, have ever been in a situation where they have a defense like this to face him.
0: Okay, you're right. I completely agree. I, I don't like my defense. I love my
3: defense. Yeah, there's not a whole I, lot not I, to I, like I, about
0: it. I don't him. like my defensive coordinator. I love him. He is the essence. He is the leader of this football team. He's everything. Drop the
3: mic. McCarthy is not. Are you going to stop the run? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you tell me that. Are you I, I don't start know to run on because
0: we are vulnerable yeah. that way. I, I don't know. We went and got the 360-pound guy from the Raiders. And, and, again, he played a few snaps the other day. He's going to have to play a lot of snaps if they start pounding A.J. Dillon up our gut. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I, I'm – I just believe Aaron Rodgers will play very well in this game because I think
3: he loves to stick it to the Dallas Cowboys. How about this? I'm, I'm gonna use one of yours. He should. He owes his team that. Yeah. He owes them play okay. it well, considering what he did the last okay, couple of weeks. I, I
0: got that. He owes them. Okay, but I'm more concerned about a little different word than O. I'm a little more concerned about O W N, as in own us. He owns us. He just does. Well, we have never made him look nearly as bad as everybody else does in the postseason. Well, you, well, you
3: got uh, uh, your that's on your defense. You say you're gonna go as far okay. as your defense. Care. Right, okay, well, that,
0: there it is. Okay, and and I'm on record on Monday morning, sitting in this chair. It is time for them to go up there, and put an end to the Packer season, and maybe I don't know, put an end to his
3: career in Green Bay. Well, that you all these guys you mentioned on defense that's possibly out. What what's your offense gonna do? Thank you. This is a Dak Prescott game. He's
0: going to have to outperform Aaron Rodgers on the frozen tundra. That'll be pretty chilly on yeah, well, Sunday evening, right? Say Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard should
3: run for two hundred
0: again. Okay. Well, you know what? My offense should do some things against that defense. After you keep decimating and take, taking away yeah. player after player. So again, Cowboy, Cowboys by
3: twenty? No, by twenty. What you mean? No Are you kidding. You just said they decimated. You just said Aaron Rodgers playing like poo poo. I didn't say that. You said that. He
0: is, though. He doesn't play like poo poo. He turns us into poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're trying to do, yeah. No, to... I'm not trying. I just prefaced. I told you. Okay. I just okay. laid it on the table. This will be a close game. Uh, and it might be a shootout. It how, just might be a little bit of a about, shootout. How, how about this? This
3: here? might be a score up around the 30s. Okay. Since you feel that way, if the Cowboys win, you won't come out here and talk about how about your Cowboys there. If they win? If they win. Well, they should win this Exactly. Game. So you. you well, I'm sorry, I can't I can't contain myself.
0: Man, you ought to be a if they beat Aaron Rodgers, I'm coming you, out here. You, you just hyped him up to my
3: Aaron Rodgers. He owns the Cowboys. Well, he does, but it's time to go drive a stake through his heart, right? So, so you want you want be dubbed the season done and everything. I, I need them to go up
0: there and finish this off, and then next is your man Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, got you. Yeah. All. Okay, we got that. Now, that's going to be a do bet. Thank you. In fact,
3: if you'd like a I'm couple of cases on that, I'll take it right now. Oh, o- o- five chains? Mm-hmm. Oh, five chains? He, five might chains. Might have, he might have about six chains after he do something bad to y'all. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he might get Trayvon Diggs chain. Really? Yep.
0: We, we'll just...
2: We <laughs> well, gentlemen, him. at least for this weekend in Green Bay, it's a high of 37, a low of 23. Oh, that no, We'll see how that affects that things. It's America's Game <laughs> of the Week only on the NFL on Fox. Still to come, Shannon. All right, get ready. Are your Lakers going to miss the playoffs again? Skip and Shannon dive into that in just Mm. a moment. Back to the NBA at 2-9, the Lakers have the second-worst record in the West, just half a game in front of Houston. LeBron and the Lakers lost to the Clippers, 114-101 last night. Shannon, are you ready yet to say, yes indeed, the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs?
3: Well, Skip, we thought there was going to be a play-in tournament. I was like, okay, if everything goes ideally, they could be somewhere between five and play-in. Well, things haven't gone ideally. And if LeBron James misses any substantial amount of time, now it was already trending towards minimally being able to make the playoffs. They had a very slight chance the way they got off. Because now, what are they, two and nine, two and seven? Nine. Two and nine. Mm-hmm. So in order to go, so in order to get the, to, uh, to 500, Skip, you got to win seven games straight. They can't win three games straight. So how the hell are they going to win seven straight? Now, look, they got Sacramento fr- uh, Friday, they got Brooklyn Sunday, they got Detroit. And and uh, San Antonio that way. Look, I mean, oh, we looking at that. Like, oh man, we got. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the best case scenario right now. One in three. That's that best case. I'm saying the absolute best case. More likely, they're going to be over. Skip. They can't win the game with LeBron on the court. How the they going to win without him? He's giving you. He's giving you 25, 25, eight and seven. Mm. So we are going to take 25, eight and seven. Now you're already losing probably by an average of double digits. So we're going to take that away from you. Where are you going to get that from? No, skip. Yeah, that means they they had a very slight chance. Like I said, I I, I just did I did not see this, but every every indication, every scenario, every analytics we put it together say they're playing team. They said they are a play in team. I laughed. I was like, man, if they healthy, how the hell are they going to be playing with a healthy LeBron, a healthy AD? No, skip. They not they not making no playoffs. They not making. It.
0: I can't believe you're conceding this early, and I can't believe – Why you want me to take on that, more casualties? Okay, I, I, I can't even believe what you're saying because it's, it's impossible what you're saying. You're telling me that a team with LeBron James, even though he has a minor injury right now, that I don't think is going to cost him a bunch of games, but with LeBron James and Anthony Davis – and a Russell Westbrook who is now the odds-on favorite to win Sixth Man of the Year, that team is going to even miss the play-in tournament. Yeah, how is that possible? Easy. It doesn't make sense. I can't make it add up.
3: Skip. The thing is, is that the, the uh, uh, I'm just trying to figure out. You talk the odds-on favorite to win. When are they going to be odds-on favorite to win a game? They've been underdogs in all the games. So when are they going to be odds on? you talk talking about this guy's odds on favorite to win six men of the year. This guy's this and this guy's that. What about odds on favorite? When are they going to be favorite in the game? They're not going to be favorite against Sacramento.
0: Well, they were five-point dogs last night, and uh Clippers covered easily.
3: They were dogs to they, Cleveland. They were dogs to, uh, uh, mm-hmm. were dogs to uh, Utah. Utah. So Twice, just... yep.
0: If Matt Ryan doesn't hit a miracle shot, at the end of regulation, at home against the Pelicans, you are 1-10. in 10. And yeah. I, I don't know how he hit the, one of the great trick shots, one of the great horse <laughs> shots you've ever seen, falling sideways on a cross-court inbounds pass from Austin Reeves that was sensational. It was a great pass. Hitting right on the move to his right in the far right corner, and he has to launch it over the backboard, and he swished it to send it to overtime, and you won in overtime, and you won two cases of do off me that are now – impossibly wrong because there's no way they deserve to win that game and you got me again because you've been on a hot roll, unlike LeBron James. So what, what smacked me right between the eyes late last night when this game ended, I'm looking at the box and I'm saying wait a second. Yeah. LeBron had 30 points, and he made 12 of 22 shots. That'll work. And he made four of nine threes. That'll really work. Mm -hmm. And he did have eight rebounds. I'd like to see more than five assists, but maybe it's because the others don't cash. But the point is, then I look at the final little column before the points here. In the time he was on the floor, and it was 32 minutes and 21 seconds, he was a minus 17. So his team lost the game by 17 points, when he had his feet on the basketball yeah. court that's impossible that's just wrong yeah that smacks of that speaks to impact is not there it's yet. just not there he is getting older he's still capable yeah. what's the average now 20 25 9 and 25 9 and 7 okay by any other standards any other team you'd say I'll take that yeah i guy to average a got to
3: average those numbers for 10 years going to the hall of fame yeah that's a fact and last night's numbers
0: you would think From LeBron James, the king, that should be enough to win the game. And it wasn't even close because you get blown off the floor in the first quarter. 38-21, Thirty-eight to twenty-one. That's the most points the Clippers have scored in any quarter. So you're you're not playing any defense anymore. Then you roar back in the second quarter as you always do, thirty-one to sixteen, and it's just a two-point game at halftime. And then you get smoked again in the third quarter, yeah, thirty-three, as, as you always do. Yes. So you are the worst team in basketball in the first quarter and the third quarter. Well, some of that falls back into LeBron's lap because he needs to lead. He right. needs to go set tones coming out. Of of the tip off and right. coming out at the halftime, you got to go reset the well, tone. Well, Skip,
3: remember we had the conversation about the Nuggets, where he didn't even take a shot until he they checked back in the ball game and he yeah. took a shot with like five seconds left in the go in the in the first quarter. Okay, and right there, but Skip, I mean, you keep. I watched the Lakers last. Skip, you saw this, okay? They get a, a, a the Clippers going a run, they score like thirteen. The Lakers come all the way back, take a lead. And then i bet damn damn, they don't let the Clippers go on another run and score 14 Right straight. away. Right, then, right away. I know. I'm like, what, can, what are y'all doing? It's almost like the Clippers woke up and said, what are we doing? And, Skelby, you know it got bad. The Clippers hit a three. 80 takes the ball out. I mean, somebody takes the ball out. And they just they pass throws it. it right to the Clippers. And the Clippers. Okay. And, 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 just, and Powell steals the ball. I said, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's, that's us. That's, that's the Lakers that's this year. Is.
0: So Russ put up decent numbers last night, 14 and 9 assists. You'll take that, right? He had his usual four turnovers, sometimes it's six, but that's too many. But AD gave you 21 and 9. No impact, no impact, no no impact. So I sat back last night, and it reminded me of my favorite all-time classic movie called Sunset Boulevard. I don't know if you know it, but Norma Desmond is this fading, washed-up, delusional former star, and she's walking down her spiral, excuse me, spiral staircase in her home, and she looks up and says, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille, talking about Cecil. the great Cecil B. DeMille, one of the superstar directors. Well, he ain't there. There's nobody there, yeah. and nobody's ready for your close-up. And it reminded me of, it's like LeBron comes down the spiral staircase, and then, then here comes A.D., and then here comes Russ. We're ready for our close-up, Mr. DeMille, and there's no Mr. DeMille because you get your close-up during the games, and it doesn't impact the scoreboard at all.
3: Skip, I'm watching, I'm watching the Lakers, and maybe I'm the only one. But at no point in time do I think they're going to win the game. I mean, I'm watching the game, I've watched them all year. I think there's only one game that I actually thought, man, they're going to win this game.
0: Okay. Brings us to the new head coach. And we don't have much body of work, but I'm really trying to like Darvin Ham because I I want to like him. I I can't pile any of this on his doorstep just yet because he hasn't been there long enough.
3: Yeah, But here's the thing. It's hard to give a rookie chef the keys to a five-star restaurant. The Lakers are a five-star restaurant, or they used to be. And the first-time chef is not gonna be the head chef, the lead chef in a situation like that. You're gonna have to get some years under your belt. He he was not set up in an ideal situation. The Lakers aren't good. It's the brand. The Lakers are the Lakers, they, but they're not good. No, I, I and I and, and I think we're doing him a disservice to like, man, man, we need, we need no, we don't. It ain't the coach. You had an opportunity. Rob Linka fumbled. Because you had an opportunity to get Ty Lue, and you didn't want to give him the years, and you wanted to staff his coaching staff, and he said, "No, he said I've no. earned the right as a as a, a, a NBA championship winning coach and gone yep. to finals. I've earned the right to staff my own staff. Yep. I've earned the right to have y'all not finna give me no talking about no two year deal, and then the third year is non get. Nah, nah, don't do that. Now look at him, Ty Lue over there, man, man, Ty Lue."
0: Okay, so the truth is, Darvin Ham made one great move. He talked Russ into coming off the bench, and it really helped, and it really worked. And you have maximized what's left of Russell Westbrook, and it doesn't matter. No. Hasn't impacted your one loss at all. No. So, to me, I could have had Red Auerbach in his prime and given him this mess, and 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 he wouldn't be able to figure it out.
3: No. Right? No, no. No, we – we Skip, I mean, you look at this. I mean, minus, 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 minus. At least off the reason Pat Bell, there was a plus, plus, one, plus, three. Minus, 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 minus. It's bad. Skip, and, there's and, no way right I thought it's, Patrick Beverly would be something of a catalyst,
0: at least on the defensive end. He is not a catalyst. They have fallen all the way to 18th in defensive efficiency after they started the first couple of games number two in the league in defensive efficiency. They're not good. good. Okay. So Patrick Beverly has not lived up to what I thought he could add to this team as a veteran catalyst. He has not done anything. And last night he was two
3: for eight. He's be the guy. Yeah. He's a guy who makes a lot of noise. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why people got so upset about him when he did the tour. He was talking about Chris Paul. He was talking about players like he was like that, yeah. and then and guys were like, "Bro, you're not like that." So why are you bashing guys that are like that, that maybe had a bad moment, but you you never had great moments, maybe a here or there, but you're talking about guys that's like they're royalty, and I'm yeah. like, I, I, I'm
0: I like, thought Pat Bev really helped that Minnesota team last year because they looked to him. For leadership and playmaking in close playoff games and, and big games. Skip, he we, helped them. Man, I think
3: they miss him. Man, Skip, when you do that kind of talking, you need to have Alvin no, Robinson, you need to you, be robbing you, on the defensive do, end. And he's not that he's older now. Yep. He, and and Skip, how how I mean, how much defense are you gonna be out there playing in a game where the average NBA player is six foot seven and you six foot one, six foot two? How much impact are you going to have on the game? It's very hard. You got to be stiff. You got to be a guy like Dame or a guy like AI to have a skill like that. Skip, a six-foot defensive player. Come on, man, you're not impacting the game like Skip now. Offensive guys are small guys or Steph or AI or Isaiah Thomas. Yes. But a six-foot defensive guy, you're not impacting the game.
0: Well, there was a reason that Pat Bev out of college had to go play in Greece and Russia yeah, and Asia
3: and right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll find a nick, but you're not impacting the game. Yep.
0: So I'm coming around to you. I, I don't see a way out of missing the playoffs. No. I don't see a way out of it because there's no fixable trade to be made because unless Jeannie's going to part with those picks, and she's not. Because she'd say, to salvage what? Exactly. I, I, I can't salvage anything. Here.
3: Right. You trade those picks to get you to the play that's, a, that's If you trade the picks, that's the best you can hope for. You're not contending. Nope. I mean, I'm not counting – Miles Turner had an unbelievable game, but I'm he not did. just counting on Miles Turner to come give me anything close to the 37-12 and that he gave, gave him the other night. Yeah. And then AD is, like, getting old right before our eyes, man. <laughs> AD doesn't even move the same. No, nope, he doesn't. He does look like an old man to me, he and moved,
0: he's not. He's not. No.
2: It's a physical game. A lot of wear and tear involved, guys. Hey, mm-hmm. by the way, the NBA unveiling – All thirty teams' new city unis today, so if you're a fashion uniform fan, check those out.
3: Make y'all wear y'alls.
2: All All right, gentlemen, (laughs) what did OBJ say about where he's signing next? OBJ watch continues right here on Undisputed.
4: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Odell
2: Beckham Jr. addressed what he wants out of the next team he signs with saying, quote, I'm tired of living out of suitcases. I've done the rock and roll life. He also said all the, quote, top teams are indeed calling. Shannon, what's your biggest takeaway from what Odell's saying here?
3: Odell isn't interested in a one-year deal. Um, He's not interested in being somewhere somewhere for the rest of the season, Skip. He wants a long-term deal, which means guaranteed money, and he wants it to be multiple years. And he wants to go somewhere, as Jen put mentioned in the read, where he can buy a house, and that might not be in Dallas. Like I said, there's supply and demand. There's a great demand for his service, but the supply is limited because he's only one person. So, with that being said, all things, it might not be in Dallas. Dallas, yes, Dallas wants him, but Buffalo wants him. Green Bay could potentially uh, might want him. The Ravens might get him. Buy a house in Buffalo. No, but I'm just – look, it, it he might not buy – he might. I mean, he might just live there, I mean, during the season. Skip, I just don't think the man wants to live in a hotel. And I think if you go to Green, you go to Dallas for, for one year, he's not interested in that. I want someone that's going to give me stability, even if I don't purchase a home there. I want to know that, guess what, next year, off-season program, I can potentially have somewhere to go and not be back in this thing again, free agency, and like, okay, Who's out here recruiting Odell again? And Skip, look, Odell has uh, has five 100 yards. They don't have a guy with 100 yards receiving. That's the first time since 1973 that the Cowboys, in eight games, does not have a guy, a receiver, that's gone over 100 yards. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I think them and the Giants are the only two teams that doesn't have a 100 yard receiver thus far this year. Yep. That could have changed. Well, they're on a bye week, so I know the Giants didn't have a 100 yard receiver. Yep. Uh, CeeDee leaves the team in catches with 42, followed by Noah Brown followed by Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is slowly coming back from a torn ACL last year. Yep. So he's trying to get back up to speed. Jane Washington is expected to come off IR at some point in time uh, in the very near future. Um, and so they could definitely use Odell. But, Skip, there are a lot of teams that could pro- that believe they, can need, that they need Odell services. And so with that being said, the Cowboys are going to have to come to the table with an offer. I don't believe he's just going to take an offer, well, this is America's team. I got a star on the side of my helmet. He wants something a little bit more. Impactful, which means money. Star on my hell, but I can't feed my baby. My baby want to go to private. As a matter of fact, she want to go to Harvard, Yale. Might even want to go to Savannah State. That costs money. We- Wait, did you just put Savannah yeah, State? Yeah, I, I did. I sure, Harvard, sure did. I Yale? Yes. Okay. But anyway. Maybe. <laughs> You're a hater. You're a vander- you don't want to go to Vanderbilt. You don't want to be there. Everybody
0: wants to go to Vanderbilt. It's impossible to get into because you told me your sister, right, tried to get into.
3: No, well, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, my daughter's. Uh, um, my I'm not da- your sister. My, yeah, no, no, my daughter, my daughter's uh, sister okay. got into Vanderbilt. All right. Actually, she got into the high end program. Okay. Well, there you go. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, scale. Well, but hey, saying, you were very proud of that. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, my, uh, my, my daughter's in. Uh, she's in clinicals right now. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of her. Skill. There's a good chance your Cowboys are not going to get Odell. And there's a good chance we do get okay. Odell. Okay. Okay, I gave it 10. You gave it, you said, that, I think you gave it no, yes. You 90 You gave it 10%. Cent. Yeah, I gave not, it 10
0: Not on a scale of 1 or 10. No, no, no. You gave it 10%. I gave it 10%. Chance. I gave it 90%.
3: Yes, yes. Because so. that's what's
0: left over when you take
3: 10, right? Yeah, so we are definitely at different ends of the spectrum on and this. And then,
0: voila, here came USA Today today, the respected Nate Davis, who covers pro football yeah. and has for a long time for USA Today. He ranked 13 teams and put Dallas as the number one destination for you Odell. Did
3: he use the term mythology in any he, of those other 12, 13 scenarios? did not, okay. but he also made the
0: great point, actually, that Odell fits within the mythology, right?
3: So, in other words, you said Odell isn't real.
0: No, it, it's that Odell's <laughs> aura and mystique matches our aura and mystique, which remains all-time high, despite the fact that we haven't even been to an NFC Championship game in 27 years. Well, I saw Odell, I saw
3: Odell, mystique
0: and aura. Do something last year that well, I didn't see he, you guys do. He became a Super Bowl catalyst, so why not go at him? And I'm not saying he's neon Dion primetime Sanders for the 1995 Cowboys, Cowboys, but it's just the presence of having Odell in your locker room on your side because sometimes it's mystery to me, but today's players are in awe of Odell Beckham because of his sort of Iverson-esque capabilities, his mm-hmm. Kyrie-esque capabilities with the football. He's like Kyrie is with the basketball. He's got handles. He can put on pregame shows that are Globetrotter-esque. And because he is such a a social media giant, it, it, it creates awe among the younger players because there is an awe of his presence on social right. as, as his presence on a football okay. field. Okay, so he was in the perfect spot last year, and I'm going to be objective about this. My first point that I'm going to make is when, when Odell says, I want to sink roots in, I need to buy a yeah, home somewhere. Yeah, I'm saying, well, wait a second. The truth is, you own a home in the Los Angeles area. I'm not sure if it's Hollywood Hills right. or Beverly Hills or one of them. Maybe be Hidden Hills. That's yeah, a little far for him to travel. <laughs> could, it might be. But any of those will work. Trust yeah. me, they work. Yeah. The point is, He found Valhalla here last year because he went to the one place where he already owned a home right? and a place that he loves because he was born to either be in New York or L.A. I think Dallas also because that's the palace of the National Football League. But the point was he had it made. He's playing opposite Cooper Cup, who can take a lot of the focus off Odell so that Odell can be single covered. I, I promise you, especially in the playoffs last year, he was singled every down that he played. Yeah, single coverage. We made him pay for that. Okay, and you made him pay because you—that's payable. But when you got Cooper Cup over there drawing triple coverage, boy, you got a chance. Well, who to, draw,
3: so let me ask you a question: Who's going to draw, draw the triple, double, and triple coverage in Dallas? C.D. Dam. But stop <laughs> it! You know, good winner, <laughs> double Betty. for sure.
0: Stop, Skip. Okay. Well, we need him. We need him to at least be a, a number two, maybe even a 1A. No, but you, you're over there
3: hyping Michael Gallup. Well, I we am
0: hyping Michael Gallup. Well, he's made a lot of big catches. I think right here, right now, Michael Gallup's about as good as Odell is. After all this, he's been through five surgeries. been to three, uh, I'm sorry, two surgeries on the same knee. How do we know what he is? It's like. Well, I, then why you want him since okay, you don't know. I, I keep sitting back saying, boy, it's good to be Odell right now because all of a sudden he's it, man. Everybody wants him. He's turned 30 years of age. He's coming off a second ACL. God only knows how, is he, is, how it took. Do you believe he'll be better than Noah Brown? Well, sure he was. But I, hey, Noah Brown has been very good with Cooper Cup because they saved the season. They turned it around. They okay? did. Stop saying okay? that. All right, well, well they did. Okay, I, I saw a stat this morning Dallas Cowboys lead the league. Against the spread, they're what is it uh, eight? Are we up to eight games now? They're six and two, or is it seven and two? Do we up to nine? I'm losing track of the. They're six, six and two. Six and two. Okay, so they're they're six and two on the field. They're also six and two against the spread. That's what they are. Why is that? It's because of Cooper Rush and Noah Brown. Because they they kept beating the spread when people said, well, they they got no chance. Everybody shoveled dirt on well, their. Well, they bread. lost the
3: spread to Tampa, and I think they lost the spread to Philly.
0: Okay. well, well, sure, they lost to Tampa, but that was opening night with Dak Prescott and he stunk, right? Y'all stunk. Okay. well. And you're stuck against Philly. Okay. but Cooper Rush and Noah Brown saved the season. And I will be forever grateful to both of them. But can right now Odell come in and be a little better than Noah Brown? Well, yeah, I don't know. Noah doesn't have any connection with Dak because remember the, the crucial play on Thanksgiving Day almost a year ago now. Right. Overtime, they win the toss. And he gets to third and whatever it was, third and five, and Dak throws it a little behind Noah Brown, and he. Man, got that man a,
3: couldn't catch that ball. That man would have needed a dip net. Stop, okay. Dak, right, a terrible well, pass. Well,
0: blame it on Dak. I'm happy with that. I'm good with that. But the point is. We need him on the field. We need him in the locker room. We need him up on the marquee because Jerry Jones is a super salesman, and this would help sell the Cowboys and help sell Odell's brand. What about Buffalo? It's about brand. Buffalo could need it. You're lost in Buffalo, and you're not going to drop roots in Buffalo, and you're not going to buy a house in Buffalo. People live
3: in Buffalo. You make a seat on nobody live in Buffalo like it's uninhabitable.
0: I've been there many times, and
3: I. I like it. I, I couldn't I mean, live right. there. And, and Canada right across the board. Okay. Well, right across the board. Good, good for Canada. Okay. Toronto. Boom. I, o, Odell wants
0: nothing to do with Buffalo. You Odell wanted nothing to do with Cleveland, Ohio, and I like Cleveland. Uh, he wanted nothing to do with it. I'll never really? forget that he's going back and forth to one of his followers, and he said, y'all got any good restaurants
3: out there? Yeah. It's like out there wherever you are yeah. in Cleveland, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know Cincinnati known for chili. He yeah. put cheese on chill out. So what? What is Cleveland? What's the dish in Cleveland? I,
0: I have no idea, but I like it. <laughs> and I've spent a lot of time in Cleveland. Every time I go there, I think they're good people. We
3: we was in Cleveland for the uh, the NBA finals that year. We
0: day were, here. we were. But would I want to live there? No, no. Would I want to spend a football season? No, no, no. Okay. So Dallas beckons. It's perfectly Beckham's for Beckham. Right here, here
3: we go. Beckham says no. Well, you don't know what he's saying. He's gonna bend it. To possibly Bend Buffalo, like Beckham yep. to Buffalo, I think not. Maybe Kansas City. Okay, I, I, I like to see him. In, I like to see him in Baltimore.
0: Okay, With else, Jack? Could work. It could work. I, Philly. He he's already acknowledged that Philly has reached out already. He said, it was a week ago," but he said a seven-zero team has reached out. Woo! Okay, with AJ. Yeah, boy, he could be. The forgotten man there. Well, good, that, 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 look at
3: you. Now he's a forgotten man. <laughs> well, You told me he was a forgotten man in Cleveland. Okay. I, I
0: told you the truth, mm-hmm. and he knows this in his heart of hearts. Odell Beckham Jr. was born to be a Cowboy. In not. the end, he he was born on the football field against the Dallas Cowboys with the greatest catch ever. Okay? So, again, I don't know why he wouldn't just go right back to the Rams and they would Rams. You say he, said he okay. wants to win. Okay. Well, All right, so he got his ring, but he already won, so he's a made man.
3: No, I want to win again. Skip, that's the thing about winning. Once you do it, once you want to win, you want to win more. That's what most people want to do. Not all, some people get content. Well, I've got one, I'm good. Or I've made this much, I'm good. I've got this, I'm good. No. Hey,
0: Odell needs to become like a son to Jerry Jones because. Till death do them part, Jerry will take care of his son, Odell. He'll make sure after Odell retires that he's got his back. He'll help him out. You, you need Jerry on your side. Jerry's I, a powerful
3: man. I, be, I believe the Pagulas would do that, too, up in Buffalo. Okay. But I it's, believe the Hunt. The Pagoulas like are one Shadi. thing, but it's Jerry Steve. Jones. I mean, can you imagine play like a raven? Okay. He, I mean, he looked like a raven, too. No, I don't think he does. Yeah. No, he he's
0: too cool for that. The Ravens are they they're hard hats. <laughs> yeah, they, they come man.
3: after you. I don't they, think Odell they, comes they, after they, you. They 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 boot. They yeah. they definitely they definitely <laughs> work boot. They work <laughs> they are. you they go to work and they go to work. Yeah, and, and they want to smash <laughs> you right in the mouth. The race is yes.
2: on. And we'll be all over OBJ watch here on Undisputed until he reaches a decision. Guys, we got to go, though, because on the other side of this break, we've got more with the Brooklyn Nets. You do not want to miss this. We'll give you the very latest in just a moment.
4: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay.
2: And I won't back down. Moments ago, Nike co-founder Phil Knight told CNBC that the relationship between Nike and Kyrie Irving is likely over. Knight said, quote, I would doubt that we go back. Kyrie stepped over the line. It's kind of that simple. He made some statements that we just cannot abide by, and that's why we ended the relationship, and I was fine with that. Shannon, what's your reaction to this latest development in this saga?
3: Well, I'm not surprised um, that, that, that this happened. And we've seen it happen a few times now. Um, I wish it didn't get to this this point. Um, maybe had Kyrie, obviously, he shouldn't have put it up on his link, put a link up on his page. But I just wish Kyrie would have, you know, realized that he had made a mistake and apologized earlier. And maybe, maybe, there's no guarantee, Skip. It's really hard to tell. We don't reach this. I would be fine with Nike suspending it their relationship with Kyrie for a year and then revisiting, um, revisiting this and coming back. Cause I think they do a great product. Kyrie has an unbelievable shoe. Yep. It's a very, very popular shoe, but it just goes to show you what, I mean, there are certain things that, you know, like he said, he feel he stepped over the line yep. and, and, and a lot of times you step over the line with the wrong person. There's no coming back from. So I'm not surprised that we've gotten here, but it's, it's just man. It's it's sad because I don't I don't want to say it's innocent because obviously he had, but it's it's I, I just hard it's just hard for me to believe Skip that he watched this film in its entirety and thought it would be a good it would be a good, it was it was the right thing to do. It's just hard for me to believe that I'm not saying that he didn't. It's hard for me to believe that he he read the book, he watched the documentary, and said you know what this is going to be harmless. Let me just put this link up on my page mm-hmm. and it'll be you know and no harm and no foul. Mm-hmm. i don't I don't get that that's that's what i do, that's what I would need for me to sit down and have Kyrie explain Kyrie what did you think was going to happen if you yeah. did this with some of the things that we're saying in this film I get what you're trying to do trying to educate trying to enlighten but I, I don't know if you can educate and dis, and, and enlighten by disparaging mm-hmm. an entire race of people if you want to say this person if this was john blue blue jacket mm-hmm. and he did this of this community that's one thing yep. but when you disparage an entire race of people that's going that's good that that's, that's hard to, to come back from but i am not surprised that nike and some of the other sponsors have have come in. but i sure wish these sponsors i wish like copperfit and wrangler would do the same thing with real sneaky line uh, Brett i, I co-sign they, they, everybody quiet on that you sure that hasn't already happened, but we don't know about well, it? Well, I didn't. It just sort of quietly you, went away? But you heard the thing. You see what the, the, uh, the CEO, I don't think, but he started Nike. You heard what he said. It ain't no, it ain't no, oh, man, I wonder if they're going to still do business. Listen, no, nah, we probably, we probably done with this. We see when. Uh, and, you and, mean and, with Kyrie? With Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, uh, this I, is Phil Knight saying he, this. Th- th- yes. That's what I'm saying. I, I need to hear what, what, you, what you hide behind. Because remember the thing. Well, I, I got you. You're right. Fair enough. My first
0: big takeaway is neither Nets nor the NBA nor Phil Knight and Nike are buying the apology that Kyrie posted, and it was profuse. It was, I apologize for any hurt that I've caused Jewish families, the Jewish community. I
3: apologize. No, they want him, Skip, they want him to stand up there and look into the camera like he doubled down after that morning shoot-around or that morning practice. And that's what the happened. Way he, They want him to stand in front of the camera, yeah. and they want to see it. Skip, there's, there's, there's a lot that gets lost in, in reading.
0: Yeah. And yet. The first line I told you of his apology was about I was researching what's what's right. called Yahweh, which yeah. is the the Israel God. God, and that line alone strongly indicates he knew exactly what what this was all about. Right. C.J. McCollum, now the president of the Players Association, said uh, that Kyrie didn't really know what was in the film based on the book. I, I'm sorry. I just believe he knew full well because Kyrie is highly intelligent, highly educated on these matters because these are, these matters matter the most to him right yeah. now. They're, they're more important to him than basketball. Yeah. So I believe he knew. I think they all believe he knew exactly what was in there. Well, they and absolutely he stood believe stood up for it. Yeah. And yet that fateful, was it before or after a shoot-around? I think it was just after right. a shoot-around press conference right. that he gave, the little media session... Remember, that's when the suspension came down. Right. After he it, doubled down. It felt like that they encouraged Kyrie to go ahead and meet with the media
3: after Sean Marks had said he will not be available after right. games, which is against NBA right. policy. And I was saying, Skip, the reason why they're doing this, I said because if they get Kyrie out there, Kyrie's going to double down. I said I know his person. I've heard him talk, and I see how 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 – Devout, devout he is he's in his convictions. I said, Skip, if he gets out there and he talks to the media, he's going to double
0: down. And you are correct. In fact, I was talking to Lil Wayne about this, and he said, if you know Kyrie, he is so stubbornly proud that the last place you want to put him is opposite those reporters
3: who are pecking away, and he he's not going to give in to it. And he already sees you in a certain—he doesn't see you as an equal to him. He does he's not. He already feels like he's on a podium and he's looking down on correct. you. Correct. And how dare you question me? How dare you? And Skip. The thing that I think the thing that rubbed Adam Silver and a lot of people in that from that community is that when they ask him, are you an anti-Semite? He says, I know who I am. All he had to do is say no. Shannon, are you a, are you a homophobe? Hell no. Nah. Shannon, are you? The, no. That's all you got to say. I know who I am. I know what I'm about. Skip, you don't say when you say, look, apology. It says it was brought to my attention that a link that I posted on my page offended a group of people. Okay. For that, I'm sincerely sorry. Okay. That's—Skip, you got to say, Skip, I'm sorry can't be 15 paragraphs down in your statement. No. It just cannot.
0: So the flashpoint was that little media interview that he gave after the shoot-around. That was the point of no return for everybody involved here, including Phil Knight, who said, and I quote— he stepped over the line. He made some statements we just can't abide by. That doesn't have anything to do with the written apology. Right. It has to do with that interview in yes. question. That's the one that did him in in, in the eyes of Phil Knight, because who that, runs Nike.
3: Because after that, that's when the commissioner says, I will be meeting with Kyrie. Not that, you know, I hope to skip because they was like, the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, said we would like to meet with Kyrie at some point in time. Yes. The commissioner didn't say, I would like to. He said I'm going to.
0: Yes. And what was the net statement upon suspending oh, he, said he said, he, said was unfit, he was unfit. They said he was unfit. And they also said he refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs. Well, that was in said media that's- session. He wouldn't unequivocally say. And so that's... That's the point. They all watched sitting up in their offices, and when it ended, I'm sure Joe Sye said, okay, that's enough. Yeah. We got to go. It's it's over. And it brings into question the depth of this is that he was supposed to be gone for a minimum of five games. Well, he's missed four now. Right. Well, is it just going to be five? Is it going to be 10? Is it going to be 50? Is it going to be? and I'm going to throw this out, is it going to be for good? Is it possible they're just saying we just can't live with this because they've gotten such blowback
3: yeah. from the Jewish community? Remember, Brooklyn is— I don't know how many—I don't know I don't know exactly where Barclays, Barclays Center is, mm-hmm. but I went to New York for 10 years straight, yep. for 20 weeks straight, and I've gone all over the city, tried different restaurants. There are a lot of synagogues in Brooklyn.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe the them. most per capita in the country. I it, don't know how
3: is. Kyrie passed, drove by those and think, you know what? If I say this, it's going to be, you know, maybe he didn't care. I don't know. I don't know what's in Kyrie's head. I don't know what's in his heart. I don't know when he wrote that statement, if he's sincere or not. Skip, how do we really know if someone is sincere in their apology? I it, I, I mean, I want you to stand before. The, I just wanted him to stand up there, say, guys, I'm sorry. This shouldn't have happened. I offended some people. Um, I'm trying to enlighten and educate my people, and I was disparaging of a, of a like I said, Skip. There are bad people in every community. Absolutely. But when you when you said the whole community, the if problem. somebody said the whole entire black race, yep. We. Be... <clears throat> so I just I just I, I wish that Nike would have just suspended him for me, for, for a year. Yep. And says Kyrie, you know, and had a conversation with Kyrie. And, you know, explain to him, Kyrie, you, what you did is that you said an entire race of people are devil. You said you said this about the Holocaust, and that's mm-hmm. just not true. It's a hoax, yeah. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: You said the Bible is a lie. There are just certain lines. Now, again, if, if Kyrie wants to walk away from basketball and become a— uh, an outspoken contrarian, right. uh, a, a, j- just a groundbreaking um, leader of uh, conspiracy theorists. Right. He, he's free to, right. to do this. You, you just can't represent the. You can't take their 37 million. You can't re- represent the National Basketball Association and cross these lines yeah.
3: publicly. And, and Nike. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he had a nice. Like I said, Kyrie got one of the most popular shoes with Nike. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a nice shoe, but like I mean. For for the 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 guy that started the company, he's still the face of it. I mean, I, he's not the CEO, but Phil Knight is still the face. No, when you is. think of Nike, you think Absolutely. obviously you think of two people: Jordan and Phil Knight. And well, I think of Phil Knight. And, and so yeah. Skip, when he says, "Yeah, we're probably not gonna," now maybe that's you know you can't just say definitively because I'm sure there's some legal ramifications yep. that comes along with that. Yeah. But probably they're leaning towards we're not going to, and the Kyries are going to pr- the Kyrie Eight. Probably will not see the light of day. I'm sure there'll be some spilling out here or there, but I don't believe there'll be a Kyrie 9 or Kyrie 10 moving forward. Does not sound like it. It's just, man. How we. Oh, I mean, just, man, I just. Guys, don't mess your money up. Mm. It's not even. I just, man.
2: Well, guys, let's not forget the Players Association still might appeal. Several players Mm. have said, hey, the collective bargaining agreement doesn't have any provisions for suspension because of social media posts. So this drama may very well be far from over. Right. Up next this morning, how key is Micah Parsons' position on the defense to the Cowboys' success? You're going to want to hear Skip's take when we come back. Micah Parsons is nearly a full-time edge rusher with only 105 snaps as an actual linebacker, 350 as an edge rusher. He's racked up eight sacks by rushing the passer this season and is by far the odds-on favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, are the Cowboys utilizing Micah and his skills correctly?
3: I believe they absolutely are. I think they, DQ's done a great job of of, of moving him around, putting him at defensive end, right defensive end, left defensive end. And I think, Skip, the only time when they put him at linebacker, that's a rest, to keep him on the field but not put him in a situation that he has to rush. Because a lot of times you look at T.J. Watt, you look at Miles Garrett, because uh, um, especially Miles Garrett, he's a defensive end, you literally have to take him out the game to give him a a break. Which they occasionally do for Mike also. Yes, but I I think the thing is, Skip, I, I like it because it forces the team to have to figure out where he is. And to identify him all the time is he? A big? Because we already know if he's lining up on the line of scrimmage, they're going to treat him as a big. So he's a big. Now we line him up. In, so what is he? So now, if I get him an opportunity, Skip, guess what? I might get him matched up on a running back when I put him at the, when I put him at the linebacker spot. Because yeah. if he's at the defensive end spot, ain't nobody going to make the mistake and say, oh, he's a small, he's a backer, and we're going to slide the protection and we're going to leave our running back to block this dude one-on-one. That's not going to happen. I just think they're doing a great job, Skip. What more do you want? The man's an odds-on favorite way to be the defensive player of the year. He's got He's fifth and sacks. Tied for fifth with force fumbles, tied for seventh with pressure, tied for eighth with quarterback hits. Did you give me any firsts there? Skip. No, not one. He, let me ask you a question. If he, would he be any more favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year if he was first? I told you it's gotten to the point. I think he's winning it on reputation no. in his second year. But think about this, Skip. He, has, he leads the team with sacks. Uh, uh, Dorrance Armstrong has five. Demarcus Lawrence and Fowler have four. They have three guys well, that Obviously, have... he's creating those.
0: Thank you. Okay? Obviously. Thank you. Okay, I got it. Shannon Sharp, I first guessed this, now I'm gonna second guess it, and maybe three weeks from now I'll third guess it. <laughs> this is insanity. This is lunacy. This is just so wrong. This is DQ, as you call him, Dan Quinn, trying to repolish his brilliance, if not his genius, because he was voted last year the assistant coach of the year. He obviously is angling still to get another head coaching job, and he deserves yeah. one because he got the Atlanta Falcons within, well, they're up 28-3 to in the Super Bowl yeah. over Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and you know what happened. The point is, when I saw this stat last night, I, I thought we were past this, and then it hit me right between the eyes. Wait a second. my Micah, 11 from heaven, this year has played a fourth of his snaps at linebacker? Okay, I got no problem with what you said about you can move him up and down the line of scrimmage. Right. If you want to left end, right end, middle end, you, you can put him at nose tackle. I don't care where you put him. You can line him up in the A-gap, the B-gap. Line him up everywhere. Where's Waldo? We can't find him. Where is 11. That, that works, but when you drop him off the line, in, unless they're doing what you said, which maybe there's some validity, maybe they're just giving him a, a breather. Yeah. You know, like, go rest at linebacker. Well, can you go rest at linebacker? Well, get,
3: hey, get huh? to the, drop to the flat. Drop to the hook. <laughs> okay. Drop to the curl. Yeah, that, that that's a okay. ref for him.
0: Does it take some of the wear and tear off him? Because, obviously, if you're rushing the passer or stopping the run, it's going to be some collisions, yes. right? Yes. Okay, yes. maybe – Certain plays at linebacker come and go, and you just sort of run around, and nothing really happens. Exactly. Okay? You got me if you're right about that. But to me, as crazy as this might sound to you, it's the equivalent of Andy Reid saying to the media, you know, we we found out that Patrick Mahomes is so athletic that – a fourth of the time, we're going to use him at tight end because he can nah, really catch it.
3: But here's the thing. What? But let me He's know. Patrick Mahomes. But, what does he do best? But they did, remember? They rolled him out and they threw a pass to Patrick Mahomes. Sometimes they put the, the tight end under center. Sometimes <laughs> not sometimes not other people okay. do. It's like, you're like, hold on, Andy. You do have Patrick Mahomes. Why would you have somebody else up under center? Okay. Still, they did drop Lawrence Taylor in coverage occasionally. Okay, okay?
0: But, but it's to <laughs> fool people with the zone blitz read, yeah. which I'm fine with. If you fake the rush and drop straight back because yeah, it fools a lot of quarterbacks. Quarterbacks yes. in that sort of five yard zone. Yes. And you can get your hands on the ball. And didn't okay. he tell you he
3: want a pick? He
0: wants to get a pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's got just as good a chance of tipping a pick to himself in the pocket or you in know, <laughs> rushing the pass. It. Okay, but it, it's like unanimous now. Everybody concedes Micah Parsons is the single best edge rusher in football. Von Miller can still make a case. He's a little older. But, but listen, to me, to my eye test, when I watch him, I say, that's a force coming off the edge. I don't see right. it. I mean, you know, T.J. Watt's been out. I, it, listen, last year he was he was a force in age. Oh, yeah, with 22 20, and a half And the is yeah. both of them, but especially Nick. I, yeah. I got it. Yeah, Miles Garrett having okay. a good you, year. My, you go on? I should say, the, you're right and you're right. I, 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 I honor and I honor. But this kid... When I see him tear off the edge and spin I just say that's unblockable and usually it takes at least two if not three and that occupies right. too many people on offense and all of a sudden Armstrong Armstrong's looking like a superstar exactly right? yeah okay Sam Williams looks like he's maybe you know yeah. in Micah's ballpark you know all of a sudden it's because of Micah i I get all that but but in the end, if you identify him as the single best edge rusher, you should never play him at linebacker unless you just drop him into his own blitz because you're, you're defeating your own purpose. You're
3: cutting off your nose
0: to spite your face.
3: And sometimes, Skip, he's playing linebacker. I uh, when mean, when Barr, Anthony Barr, got yeah, Nick, no, they dead. put they put him back there.
0: Okay, I got it. And, and I'm sure he's sensational there, but he's all-world at edge rusher. As long as they're not playing him on
3: linebacker at third, on third down, okay. you should be happy.
0: Well, I think you're happy <laughs> when he's at linebacker because you root against my team and you don't want him wrecking the game at edge rusher.
3: Yeah, they got 33 facts. I
2: guarantee you, gentlemen, league. Aaron Rodgers has watched quite a bit of film of Michael Parsons I bet he this has. week. All right, we got to go because we have to discuss next if Pete Carroll actually took a shot publicly at Russell yeah. Wilson, Holy you're going to want to hear the back and forth. Mm. We've got it for you up next on Undisputed.
4: Learn more at marines.com. Back down. Back down.
2: Pete Carroll addressed how Geno Smith has led the Seahawks to a successful 6 and 3 start on the season, while also making reference to former Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. Here's what Pete Carroll had to say.
3: If you notice, Geno's going off the off the wristband, you know, and that's that's a big
2: help it's 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 smooth things out sped things up um clean things up and and that's that's part of it too and, and you know we, we never did that before um there was
3: resistance to that so we didn't do that before
4: Pete Carroll said something about putting a wristband putting play calls on a wristband uh I don't know exactly what he said but um but I, I think you know won a lot of games there without one on the wrist but you know and uh I didn't know uh, winning or losing mattered if you wore a wristband or not.
2: How important is that wristband? I don't know, mm-hmm. Shannon. To whose side are you on come here?
3: Skip, come on, Russ. Pete, let it go. Skip, it's like a, it's like a relationship. Skip, we was in a relationship for ten years. We got two kids, beautiful kids, and you are gonna let one year, two years of a bad ruin everything that we accomplished together? Pete, who gives a? You know what about a wristband? Y'all won a Super Bowl. Had an opportunity if it wasn't for your dumb play calling. You might have won two. Russ has moved on. Skip, it looks like the last two years were hell for both guys. And both are happy to have moved on. But it seems like to me every chance Pete gets, he takes a shot at Russ. Mm-hmm. Because I guess Russ didn't no longer want to play. He Russ felt his voice wasn't being heard. Or whatever mm-hmm. the case might be. Yeah. Skip, come on, Pete. Mm-hmm. Skip, I've never seen anything like this. Now, maybe you have, where a player leaves and the coach continually takes shots at him. Snipes from the at him.
0: Yep. <sighs>
3: Shannon Sharp, after two and
0: a half hours of show, I finally agree with you on a point <laughs> times ten. Because this wasn't Pete Carroll. This was Petty Carroll. Yes. This is Petty.
3: Yes. Ain't nobody asked him about
0: Russ. No. Nobody asked him. He volunteered. There was resistance to it. Uh, oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Okay. Now, we know exactly who you're taking a shot yeah. at again. He's rubbing it in. He's trying to say, look at me. I was right all along. Everybody said we were dead. We aren't dead. Look what Gino is doing. He's even better than the other guy used to be, right? Right. And I did love Russ's response, and I felt sorry for him because I think he got blindsided by this question. And he said beautifully, perfectly, uh, we won a lot of games there without a wristband,
3: Look, I get it because you can look at, okay, play 14. Two Jeff flaker drive. Um, X comeback. Yeah, Do just played the drive? X comeback. It, okay, it, 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 it does speed up. Yes. It's, if, if you're
0: not sure of it, they're calling a play. And you're in yeah. you you can look at the formations right. on your wristband. Yeah. And and Tom Brady looks at his wristband. Yes. Okay, I okay. got it. If if Russ, okay, was... but Russ was more extemporaneous, and a lot of times he was just making it up on the fly, yeah. and it worked. Right.
3: Right. But Pete, well, I, don't, I don't know why you need. Nobody asked you whether or not Russ. Well, or oh, there was resistance to it. Man, nobody asked you that. Mm. Nobody, you dry snitching on Russ for mm. no reason. Mm.
0: I thought it was really beneath the dignity of a Pete Carroll. I thought, you know, well, he's p- really lowering himself to do this. Yeah.
3: Petty Carroll. You got a good yeah. name for him, okay. Petty. Petty. Way to go, Petty, Petty
2: Pete. <laughs> Just Van Gate in full effect. All right, gentlemen, up next, uh, please tell me, please explain how have the Jazz become one of the best teams in the NBA? Yeah. That's next what? on Undisputed. Who'd have thunk this one? The Jazz are the top scoring team in the NBA right now, averaging just under 119 a game. They're also 10 and 3, best in the West, second overall best, just behind the Bucks. Shannon, are the Jazz a mirage or the real deal?
3: They look like the real deal. Now, Skip, I'm not gonna say they're gonna contend for an NBA title, but they're gonna make the playoff. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. Probably. I say they don't want to be worse than a four seed. Larry Marketing is unbelievable. He's finally got an opportunity to be the sh- the headliner, yep. and he hadn't missed. We know Jordan Clarkson, Clarkson mm-hmm. cooks with Crisco, so he can get yes. red hot at any given he moment. Can. I agree. But, Skip, they, they,
0: they look like the real deal. So, my San Antonio Spurs sources used to tell me that R.C. Buford and others upstairs always believed that an obscure assistant coach on those teams named Will Hardy would make the best head coach, even beyond Eme and beyond Becky. Right. And guess what? After just 13 games, I think Will Hardy is off to the races as the early front for coach of the year because yeah. the job he's done with a team that we thought was – at best, a lottery team. Yes. At worst, maybe the worst team.
3: Well, right? you trade your two all-stars, your all-NBA players, and then you get these guys. But what is happening, Skip? They don't have a, a quote-unquote superstar, so there's no standing around watching. They're constantly moving. They share the basketball. They're not waiting for Donovan Mitchell to bail them out on a last-second situation. And these guys, Larry Markin and Kelly Olynyk, have played yeah. unbelievable
0: this year. Shannon, they lead the league at almost
3: 120 points a game. Yeah. They got 125 wow. on the Hawks. And the Hawks, Hawks not a bad team. The Hawks had, what, seven guys, six guys in double figures. Mm-hmm. But Utah looked to be the real deal, Skip. They look they for real. I think Danny Inge made a wise choice. And they got all these draft picks. They got as many draft Ooh. picks as OKC over the next Ooh. five, six years. You're looking sweet. trade us lord marketing. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard of Will Hardy, guys.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> only because he's 34 years old. No, no, youngest no, no. active coach in the NBA. No. Great stuff today, gentlemen. Unfortunately, we're out of time.